What's your 20? This here's the podcast crew. We're hauling up at 901, about to hit the airwaves. Ready for bookstores, cool chatbots, and the explosive relationships you'll only find in. You've got mail. Well, rev up your modems. Or an earful of. You've got mail. The Ultimate Hacker Podcast. Fans of cinema. Cyber. You'll find much like. That is, if you're not some no good. Superstore. Breaker, breaker, good buddy. Expect in-depth analysis, breaking news about the cast and crew, a little internet protocol, and we'll even have something for your inbox. You've got mail. Yes. Those are very powerful words. Welcome to episode three of an earful of you've got mail. You've got mail. I've got mail. We've we've all got mail. I checked my email earlier today. Guess how many uh, in uh, emails I had in my inbox? Uh, I'm guessing uh, at least as many as Joe Fox did. Yes, more than Joe Fox. Uh, I hit fifty six thousand unread emails the huh. other day. So that was a good number. That's pretty good. Just as, I saw the three zeros. It was really nice. Oh uh, yeah, I had yeah. just over three thousand. Then I deleted some. I got down to about twenty seven hundred. Not bad. Uh, it's not bad. Yeah, it's a good uh, 10% reduction. Yeah. Uh, so this is a show for those who don't know. Uh, some people, the hackers only and crackers, experts, uh, but for the noobs out there. Yeah. Uh, this, is a, this is a hacking show about uh, You've Got Mail. We hack the movie You've Got Mail into five-minute chunks. <laughs> we do. <laughs> Slash and hack. Slash it. Hack it. Chunk it. And then, and, we, and then we analyze it. And then we take each chunk and we analyze it. So we're on chunk number three. Yes. Colloquially referred to as... Chunk three. Chunk three. Chunk three. Uh, and Stylized as chunk to the third power like Aliens 3. Y- yes. yes. Yeah. Uh, and um, we're going to analyze it. Great. So, yes. Um, uh, first segment. Other, first segment. Oh, before we do. Unless you want to fold this into the we theme don't. song. No, we don't. Okay. Oh, maybe we do. Now let's just... Uh, okay. Yeah. So we have written, because this is a... Um, there's a lot of dialogue in sure. these five minutes. So we've picked out our favorite little pieces. Of that dialogue. Yeah. And we have our just, key... Just like E.T. Yes. And we have our key line pies. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I can so, feel just by the amount of writing... This, yeah, I think we picked I, the exact same thing, but... No, yeah. I, I, oh. think, I think we did not match. Oh, oh okay. Uh, okay. So, huh. so All right. we hold Ready? like this. Okay. And we're going to say them to each other. Ready? Three, yes. Three two, two, one. Are as you online? As far as I'm concerned, the internet is just another way of being rejected by women. I that is the setup for the other line. So are you online? Uh, it's a Jason key line. Yeah, there. Those are those are. It's like a key. key it's a it's a key it's a key uh, dialogue. And, and it's, it's a key alley oop. It's a key. Sure. Yeah. Uh, anyway. Um. Hi. I was listening to last uh, week's episode. Uh, and you want to be louder? I was. A, I was a bit quiet. Well, all you're always a little quiet. Well, maybe you should, you're the guy at the, 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 the levels. I always pump you up. I'm just not pumping you up enough. Apparently, yeah. You just gotta um, get. You gotta be excited. Sure. I'm just uh, trying. I, you, you are like sticking your face directly into the microphone. I'm a little more concerned about the coronavirus. So I'm gonna cross the room. I was, yeah. I was gonna say maybe we should have wiped these things down before we, uh, before we popped into there's the some, uh, there's studio. Some rubbing here. call over there. It uh, does feel like. I mean, there's. There I is, wouldn't do that live on air though. There's no, but there's a nice like coat on this thing where I, I feel like it's it's this, this probably has 
existing antibacterial properties, oh, antiviral sure. properties. If I were to wipe this off, I think I'd get rid of its natural patina. Yeah, absolutely. I think yeah. I think you don't want it, to. It's it's perfect. It's like a uh, cast iron. It's exactly like cast iron. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Um, so, any news before we get into um, news? Our theme, the theme song? song? No, I, I know. But any pre-news before we get into? Our... Okay. No. That's an intense smell in, in my mouth. If Alan sounds different, uh, there's a lot less good oh. poop he's speaking through. All right. So here's the trade-off, right? Is you're now huffing, uh, rubbing alcohol? <laughs> yeah, that's the trade-off. Yeah. 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 It's like, do you want to have that much rubbing alcohol that I'm close no to your mouth? I'm no huffing it. I'm across the room from you. Uh, this, is, ah. this is our famous segment, News, Feuds, and Screws. I believe that's what we're calling it now. News, feuds, and screws. News, feuds, news, and, feuds. and screws. News, feuds, and screws. No, I think we would cut out feuds. Views. No, no feuds. No, no views. Uh, okay, news. You got news? I uh, let's see. Um, I don't have any news. Do you have any feuds? I have, um, no, I have no news. Uh, we have an on. We have several ongoing feuds. Do we want to remind people I of them? I don't think anything anything new in feuds. There's no news feuds. Yeah, so I think it's it's news, new feuds, and screws. <laughs> uh, do you have any screws, aka uh, errors? Errors. Um, Corrections. Let's see. Did we get anything wrong last episode? I, I have two. I have two uh, screws. Okay. Uh, one uh, is a minor, uh, which is. Uh, we had the drink of the ep last episode, which was the cappuccino. Mm. I think uh, we screwed up in not having a drink of the ep for the first episode, which would have been, obviously, um, his orange juice. Orange juice. That would have been nice. Yeah. yeah. Mm. So, uh, yeah. just give that. I think I want to retroactively add that to drink of the ep. Mm-hmm. Uh, also, uh, last ep, I said there is still a Barnes and Noble standing in Upper West Side of New York, mm-hmm. Manhattan. Uh, it turns out uh, it. Actually, it closed in 1996 mm. after opening in, I believe, 1990, uh, Broadway in 83rd, and then was brought back in 2018. Mm. Much like this show, it's part of the wave of You've Got Mail uh, nostalgia. Yeah. So it, it Books is, are coming back in a big way. Barnes & Noble's coming back. Yeah. Uh, so it's not correct to say it's still around. It actually came back. I see. Okay. Well, that's good. Any others that that, that it on the news? I, I think Views? so. Views? Views? And screws. Toasty, a little bit toasty there. Toasty right. in what sense? A little hot. The um, the 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 um, levels on the on the who let the 
That one spoilers looks, out. Looks good to me. No, they're fine now. Yeah. We're making great time. We're almost going to get to the analysis like uh, less than 10 minutes in the movie if we get lucky. So far. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is uh, You've Got Spoilers. Uh, you've Got Spoilers, a.k.a. Who Let the Spoilers Out. Yes. A.k.a. Spoiler Alert. Yes, it is is, is is known as many things to many people around the world uh, in their own uh, cultures. Uh, so we'll, this is uh, spoiling the third five minutes, so you have a frame of reference. Uh, starting off here, they, uh, by that I mean Joe Fox and Kevin mm. Jackson, they also talk about the opening of the store and how it would monopolize the market on that side of the area. Meanwhile, Kathleen opens her store and is working happily within it with her three co-workers who seem to be very close to each other as she asks them if engaging in a lengthy conversation online is considered cheating. Joe goes from the site to his father's office where him, his father, and his grandfather all sit around and have a conversation. Joe voices his concern about the negative reactions that they might get from the people living in that area, and his father announces that he's going to get married again, which doesn't warrant much surprise to Joe. Actually, that's not correct. Uh, his father doesn't announce he's getting married. His grandfather announces that his father is getting married. Well, uh, wait, is that true? I believe, well, we can check. I believe that's the case. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll check the tape. Yeah, that's uh, put that on the docket. Uh, that he's going to get married again, which doesn't warrant much surprise to Joe, alluding to the fact that his father has done this before and often. Mm. Um, yeah, I think that's that's basically uh, that's basically all we have. Wow, um, breezy. That yeah. was that's, I'm I'm surprised that um, that's a quick summary. Well, I think I think uh, our, our summary writer here uh, didn't like front load it on yeah. like previous stuff. It's 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 pretty solid throughout. Yeah, evenly spaced. I, I, I gave you I gave you a word count of each of each chunk, and they were very even. And uh, I said like, oh, is this going to be uh, uh, feasible? And you said this is fine. No, it was. Uh, even though they were a little I bit think, under the word count. Well, I think part, and uh, that's true. Which they padded that by putting uh, uh, an image of the poster uh, in the in the word document. <laughs> which of course didn't increase the word count at all, but it did. I, I count as one word. It did add a page, which you know, if if I'm, yeah, if if I needed a number of pages, then that would have been fine. But. People say a page is worth a thousand words. Yeah. <laughs> uh, by the way, the writer of our spoiler uh, thing did reach out to me last week and asked if I had any more work. Uh, oh, which. Uh, we're not get ahead of the curve. Yeah. <laughs> Just start sending her more movies. Yeah, um, that we may or may not do in the future. Mm. Uh, okay, and that has been and that uh, has been spoiler alert. Uh, no, uh, who, who let who let, let the, the you've got who spoilers? Who let the you've got spoiler alert? Very good. Oh, what a midi! What a midi! All right, should we go straight into the sink here? How are we feeling? Uh, I'd say... I You're going to need to plug in your laptop first. I Arguably, I should plug in the laptop. Yeah. Okay. Uh, this is actually new. Lots, this is, this lots is, a, this is a new here. laptop. Oh. Uh, so, uh, oh, right. You're yeah, no longer a corporate man over there, so you're you're no longer a corporate laptop. Uh, arguably, yes. Wow. Uh, so there's, there's less happening there. There is less happening here? Yeah, well, normally your laptop has like, you know, somewhere between uh, 50 and 150 tabs open. Uh, sure. Uh, this is maybe a bit worrisome. Oh, here right. it is. Okay, okay. No, no I got it. Okay. Uh, I, I wasn't seeing the Ox uh, codec pop up here. Now mm. I do. So now I think we should be getting in the board. Hmm. Okay. Uh, I mean, I've got, I've got plenty I can play over Three, here. If you, if two, we're, what? One. Whoa, whoa. Well, Three, two, two one, one, go. 
Because we're going to sell we didn't even give people instructions on what to do. Stimulants. Well, we're in, in good time. We'll just put aye, up a big aye, 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 aye. Go home. Chunk it up. Take the third chunk. Loop it. Lock it. Play it. And then skip, at this point, about 15 seconds in. That works. Yep. Great. Okay. So that's how you do the sync. And we are syncing. How's your sync? Um, it's just beautiful. Yeah, I, I'm seeing the. It's actually perfect. I'm seeing. Whoa, she really pops up there quick. Yeah, it's a, the, the first. Uh, it's a Halloween scene. It's the uh, first jump scare of the movie. <laughs> there is like Catherine a tiny Kelly jump, jump scare, scare yeah. there. Yeah, I'm gonna write that down. Yeah. Yeah, tiny jump scare. <laughs> I, I don't normally see you make uh, notes during the analysis. It must be a, my first good point I've ever made. That actually. <laughs> Add to your notes. Okay, so let's uh, talk. I believe I would say we have uh, three scenes here. Hmm. Would, would you agree? Um. There's okay. So we have well, we have the conclusion of the coffee scene, which I would call the cappuccino scene. Let's be clear. Yes. Uh, la 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 cena di cappuccino. <laughs> What's what is that scene? Oh, very good. Yeah. I cina, don't. I don't know. Cina, cina tita. The um, cin <laughs> Uh, yeah. The the cappuccino. So, uh, yeah, so we, we conclude that. I would call that scene one. It's a very mm. short scene. Mm. Uh, we get a scene at, uh, at the Kathleen Kelly workplace, the shop around the corner. Mm -hmm. And we get a scene at, uh, Fox HQ. Uh, yeah. The, the, uh, the, the Fox box the, itself. The <laughs> Fox box. Yeah. Um, uh, so, okay. And yeah, that's it. That checks out. Yeah, I mean, I would say that you include, even though it's an external shot, an internal shot, I would say that it's one shot at the shop around the corner. Yeah, just like they wrote it in the script. Just like they wrote it. Int slash xed dash shop around the corner. I'm now going to check it because I believe I do have the script. <laughs> okay. Uh, I've not actually been doing a lot of checking the actual uh, script, but... Uh, whoa, lovely. whoa, whoa. Let's turn all those sounds off. No can do. Oh, no. Just uh, not. No No one needs to hear those sounds. Hey, it's it's all, it's all. the sound of my voice. Let's let's, let's just not. Hey, growing pains. I'm learning how to do all this. Let's, um, let's just maybe only play the video and not be messing around in Terminal during the show. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> lovely sound. <laughs> lovely sounds. Forget it. Uh, bum, 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 bum. Personal, so I don't know his name or don't you love? Okay, so we actually see external Columbus and 73rd Street. I was not oh. actually surprised that they actually uh, list. Uh, that's the nice. Streets. That's that's very convenient. <laughs> it's actually so we actually know canonically where they are. Yeah, which is Columbus and uh, 73rd. Which was that what we worked out last time? Or uh, well, well, that was working out the house. Locations are different because the shooting location here is on 69th Street. Yeah, uh, but it's set in Columbus and 73rd. Yeah, this is fascinating. I we, we actually mm. need to let's let's put a map. Uh, uh, would you agree we should put a map up of, of the Upper West Side on yeah, the website? Yeah, we've got a whole bulletin board back here behind us. So I think we, yeah. we're just going to coat. Let's put a big old New York City map and let's start connecting pins. It's very good. Uh, as Kathleen comes around the corner onto 73rd and stops in front of her store, a children's bookstore called The Shop Around the Corner is an irresistibly inviting store. There are twinkle lights in the windows. I'm not sure that's true. Is this is are you? This is the script. No, I know. Is this? I could picture that. Was this the snippet they read and when, when this won the uh, the Oscar for screenwriting? <laughs> uh, framing large stuffed animals, reading children's books. Madeline, Goodnight Moon, Where the Wild Things Are, a Teddy Bear, and a Pinafore is reading 
the stupid step out, waiting for... Those, those books aren't in the shot. No, they aren't. I, I mean, I wrote down the books I could find in the shot, and they're different well, books. Well, this is saying it's the external shot of the oh, window, which the I don't think we see much I anything. don't remember seeing books in the window. Waiting for Kathleen uh, is front, one of her employees. Oh, I love that play. Yeah. Uh, Christina looks up at the sky as if seeing it for the first time. Uh, so so that was X Columbus 73rd Street. Later, there's an int shop around the corner. So it is two scenes. Christine, Christina? Uh, yeah, Christina Pletzker. <laughs> Who's Christina Pletzker? Uh, played by Heather Burns, her the her coworker. Oh, she's the, okay. When does she look up at the sky? She looks up the sky as if seeing it for the first time. What in in the script? Uh, this takes place outside, and Christina has a shot look up at the sky. Uh, in, in the movie, this actually has been moved to internally. We get a nice jump scare put in. And she uh, looks and we, up we, at the ceiling as if she's seeing it for the first time. That's the second thing to check. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen unlocks the shop and cranks the grate, which rises, making a horrible noise. So, uh, interesting. Huh. What, I mean, is that, was that critical that she's, it's as if she's seeing the sky for the first time? Like, that was, that... Well, I mean, it's part of the whole theme of the scene, which is that Kathleen is seeing everything with, with freshness. Yeah, but not Kathleen. This was the other, this was... Yeah, but, and, and Christina... Christina Pletzker. Is, ...is more cynical, and then she's, like, not seeing the world with fresh eyes, as it were. So it's it's a shock. Oh. Okay, so I can't see those. Books. Oh, I can't see those books. There are twinkle lights. Oh, let's see, let's see. There are some nice twinkle lights. There are books. I don't see. She does animals. glance up at the sky there briefly. Oh, Wait, were the were these taxis in the? Yeah, they were in the script. Nice. Okay. I, I should prepare for this for future apps because I think this is somewhat interesting. This is. See. I would classify this as somewhat interesting. Yeah. So uh, do we have a? Oh, she's have, holding a pumpkin. Did you? This is the first time you noticed that. I. I mean, that's made in my notes. I noticed the pumpkin when it was set down in the store later. I didn't like there, right? I saw the pumpkin. Okay, let's not get ahead of ourselves. I saw post pumpkin <laughs> transport pumpkin. I didn't see. Let's let's not get ahead of ourselves. Okay, tiny jump scare. Next there are, line. There are three scenes here. Tra follow, hashtag follow the pumpkin. But we are still we are still tracking uh, the number of scenes. There are three scenes. Or maybe a f now that we know about the exterior, there might be a fourth. Do you want to call it four or three? I like I to call it three. I'd call it three and a half. Let's call it three and a half. Yeah. I would like to do uh, scene one, then uh, scene uh, two, then scene two and a half, and then scene three. Uh, I was considering scene two and a half to be the outside scene. It comes before scene two. So I think it's scene one, then scene two and, two and a half, half, then two, then three. Okay. Do you want to do yeah. that order? Yeah, I like okay, that. Let's do okay. That. All right, okay. good. So let's start uh, uh, at uh, scene one. At the Fox really scene zero point seven five because we've already been through a lot of this. I would say scene. it's a new scene. I think every time you hit a five minute mark in a movie, you just naturally mm -hmm. reset. Mm -hmm. uh, and there's not a whole lot happening here. Uh, they explain their business plan in a bit more detail. By they, I mean uh, Joe Fox and Kevin Jackson. Yep. Uh, their business plan is. To sell legal addictive stimulants. And cheap books. And cheap books. Mm -hmm. Yes. Uh, Which you could also classify as legal addictive stimulants. Uh, yeah, that's true. I, I, I am, I'm a, I would say. You're I addicted to books? A, I have addicted a coffee addiction, maybe, probably not any major sense. Uh, I, have a, I, have, I have a book addiction. Uh, I'm glad you're admitting it. Yeah, but I, I have cheaper sources than, uh. Than a, a big box, yeah, big fox box. Uh, you don't know what fox box prices their their yeah, books at. Yeah, but uh, is this business model good? What to get to sell cheap books and expensive coffee? 
Yeah, I mean, listen, I want to get back to this later. I would say that's a very good business model, but uh, sure. I mean, then why did Barnes & Noble in the Upper West Side close in 1996? Because they didn't they, they didn't lean hard enough on the coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Look, also, at, look at this other chain called Starbucks. I mean, the Barnes & Nobles I've been to have actually had a Starbucks in-house. Oh, yeah. And I'm guessing, in that sense, they yeah, are but, now the landlord. Oh. This is this is the Ray Kroc model. They're just the land... They're, you don't... You, you won't... They're you not, don't want to be in the. They're not in legal addictive book. substance business. They're in the <laughs> land business, specifically the land inside the bookstore. You want to own the land on which that coffee is roasted. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Uh, do they roast on site? So here's the thing: Starbucks owns all of their stores outright. Um, the ones inside the Barnes and Noble. I mean, they own all of their stores outright. That's their model. So like the Safeway in Menlo Park that has yeah. a Starbucks. Inside. They own. I they well, own. I don't know. If they own the land. They own the. the they don't own it, unless they have allodial rights, <laughs> and they're a sovereign citizen. They don't really own it. <laughs> Maybe they own the airspace, <laughs> um, or the mineral rights. They own the uh, mineral rights. <laughs> That's really the coffee. They drill for it. <laughs> So, so, uh, so the, their value add mm. is to, I think, they're making some markup on every book they sell, mm-hmm. um, and they're getting books to people uh, efficiently. Sure. Uh, well, not as efficiently as a little other company called Amazon.com may get them to people soon enough here. I don't, never heard but, of that. Okay, all right. But they're getting books to people as efficiently as they can, given the technology available at the time. Let's compare this to the efficiency of how they're setting up the Shop Around the Corner bookstore. Sure. Uh, and they they even say after this, okay, you know, they might as well just put a big sign saying, coming to your neighborhood, the end of civilization. Right? What was it? the end of civilization? What's the line? I don't remember. Yeah. Coming um, to your neighborhood, the end of civilization? Yeah, they said a big line, a big sign. Big sign. Don't create any more of the... I, I'm, being, I'm being very careful. <laughs> coming soon, a Fox Books superstore and the end of civilization as you know it. Which, I see. Which is very similar to uh, It's the End of Western Civilization as We Know It, the mm. line by Frank in scene one. Mm. So uh, we have two two uh, calls that civilization is ending from two different perspectives. Uh, but, but uh, Okay, well, I did that to make it heard. But you said, I, 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 well, you, and you made it hurt. <laughs> very good. Well, you're, you're micing the wrong scene now. Well, we're we're still talking about. Oh no! Well, okay. Sorry, I thought we were done with scene one. Yeah. So we just want to get scene one out of the way. Yeah. Well, I say we're done with scene one. Are we? Do we have anything else in scene one? Uh, no. He says we might as well put a big sign up saying the end of civilization. Oh, you know it. A okay. Fox Books Superstore. Right. Uh, and then uh, Tom Hanks as Joe Fox does his signature. I would say uh, head wobble. It's mm. it's a bit of like his affable, just kind of he's he's freaking out on screen a bit, but doing it in a way that makes him seem very relatable, mm. uh, which it seems to be more or less how uh, his character, the the Fox Books heir Joe Fox, conducts himself because he doesn't really seem to really be on the ball or care about what he's doing too much, mm-hmm. but he is extremely affable in mm-hmm. how he actually just talks about because he's. Is it, are they actually concerned about the neighborhood response? Because they're kind of saying we're just going to steamroll through it. We might as well put up a sign, and the sign in, the, in itself would be a head wobble of a sign saying, well, the end of civilization, we should do it. You know, and just kind of like, you know, it's like we're, we're, we're calling out our own uh, I mean, I think he's saying there's going to be 
uh, a near-term state where they're not, where it will take them some time to win the community over. Sure. And they will get to the point where uh, their their offering is compelling and recognized as such by the community. Yeah. And they will win the community over. But but Joe Fox seems to indicate that having his personality on a big sign would win them over quicker because he's a charming guy. I think he could stand at the door and greet everyone and he'd win people over. Yeah. Yeah, he could be. Uh, I mean, that works a lot when you put a spokesman is actually a non-professional businessman who runs a company. Like Papa John. <laughs> like Papa John's. Yeah. A very, very <laughs> affable, lovable and just a very decent person uh, who got many people to love his pizza, uh, mm. even as it put the neighborhood pizzeria is out of business. Yeah. <laughs> very close, very strong corollary. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, so that's scene one. That's scene one. Scene two. Is this the last we're going to see of Dave Chappelle? Let's is, let's make a prediction. Uh, would you call it a prediction or you call it uh, testing your memory? I'm more talking about ever. I, we're not going to see him in any other media ever. Uh, I last saw him show up uh, in something. Oh, he showed up when Eddie Murphy was on SNL a few few months ago. Mm. So I, I imagine I'll see him again. Did you see that though? He's been reclusive. I did see that. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. So he'll be around. He'll be around. Okay. Uh, scene two and a half. Scene two and a half. Outside the bookstore. Yes. So they are opening the store. They are. Uh, well, in in particular, Kathleen Kelly's opening the store. Christina is waiting outside on a bench. Hmm. Does this sound unpleasant for to, the the way this company is run? There's a, there, it's a firm with a, essentially four people, hmm. uh, which is a, a decent number of employees to be here at once for not a whole lot going on. Yes, but the synchronization is you have to wait for Kathleen Kelly to open it up. Ah, uh, yes. If, <laughs> and it seems like there's there's a small amount of uh, of uh, grace period where you get afterwards, enter the store before it's open up for the general public. Mm -hmm. But not much. It's literally about a minute. Uh, Christina Plutzker is there uh, sometime earlier waiting. Mm. It seems unpleasant that you just have to wait for your boss to show up. Mm -hmm. Uh, Everyone else shows up within that one-minute grace period, Mm -hmm. which is extremely... Extremely, I guess, it's, uh, it's, impressive. I mean, yeah, it's tightly coordinated. They run a they run a tight ship here, right? Yes, uh, and uh, I I would wish. I mean, based upon the fact that it's run almost as a family, everyone cares about each other. Mm. I think Christina Pletzker should have the keys to open up the shop. I say, give her the keys. I'd say, give her the. Keys. I think she's earned them. I think she has. Yeah, uh, if she trusts her with advice about her personal relationships, I'd say. She should trust her to open up the shop. Sure. Yeah. So and she's so Christina Pletzker. 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 Which it never put on screen, but mm. this was listed in an interview with Heather Burns, and I, I'm mm. taking this canon. Where where she talks about playing Christina Pletzker. Yeah, it's mostly about her last name. <laughs> okay. So she is she. Let's follow the pumpkin. She's holding a pumpkin before. I'm shocked you forgot. So in the scene where the walking through New York City. She stops a florist and buys a pumpkin. Oh. And you said right. it must be fall. And I said, no, it's canonically March. Yes. Because you can look at the movies. Yes, but it is fall. <laughs> well, but they're going to talk about uh, the um, the holiday season pretty soon. So. It's a beautiful day. Oh, she That's hands beautiful. off the pumpkin. Day? I guess. Yeah, sure. Hey, what are you doing? Don't you just love New York in the fall? And it's fall. Yeah, so it is c- 
okay, one of two things. It's either canonically fall or Kathleen Kelly believes it's fall canonically. Or <laughs> And no one is willing to tell her otherwise. Or Kathleen Kelly is deceiving others into <laughs> thinking it's fall. I'm willing to say it's it's fall. Uh, yeah, I think it's actually fall. I think maybe that movie theater is just like showing maybe the movie theater closed and their marquee mm, just hasn't been updated. There's a lot of reasons why you'd be showing movies from February mm-hmm. to 1998 in, in in fall. Yeah. Uh, no, there weren't any good movies in fall 1998. Yeah, so Science <laughs> Fall. I love the fact, I mean, this is just a great way of, I mean, is this subliminal, uh, is this like subliminal set design of just, you buy a pumpkin, you pass around a pumpkin, and like, I'd say no it one creates, really... It creates continuity. <laughs> it creates continuity. I mean, how many people, I think, appreciate the pumpkin the first time, saying, oh, yeah, you know, she bought that pumpkin, must be fall. I mean, let's do a quick poll. So it... Yeah. it, it Appreciated the pumpkin first time, uh, uh, yay or nay? I'd say uh, nay. Oh, wow, okay. Well, I mean, you, I'm, you, I'm also a nay, you so didn't yeah. You appreciate the logic of it. Yeah, okay, so we're zero out of two on appreciating the pumpkin yeah. the first time. Mm. So, appreciate so, the pumpkin the second time, yay or nay? Uh, I mean, I, I think it took me like seven times, probably. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So, um, um, should we talk about their work attire? I would like to say let's talk about everything that establishes that being in fall. Okay, they, sure. They have brought a pumpkin in, yep. which is what you need to bring uh, for the store, which is one mm. pumpkin you leave around. Yep, I like it. There's a Halloween table, which has Halloween books on it. Nice, spooky. Yeah, it has the... Uh, oh, is this the Miss Spider stuff? Is that supposed to be Halloween-y? Uh, that's not the one I was talking about. There's, oh. a, there's a table with three books. Two of them are editions uh, of the Scary Stories to Read in the Dark series. Oh, nice. Um, and she asks uh, Christina, that is Kathleen, asks Christina, uh, did you send out the Christmas mailers? Yeah, that's which, right. Which would, I mean, I guess you could send them around any time of the year, but I, I think October is probably a good month to do that. Sure. Uh, and that's basically all the all, all, all the signs it's fall. Uh, what, do you, what do you want to say? Well, I was going to say, um, uh, should we talk about their work attire? Sure, let's talk about the work attire. Okay, um, we've got we've got sort of like a um, an interesting. Uh, I would say like it seems like overly formal for staff in a bookstore. I would say the thing opposite. going on really. I, I think you think every, they should. <laughs> I think I think everybody's wearing what they would wear if they were just on a day off. <laughs> okay, well, so Christina Pletzker is wearing a tie. Yeah, I think it's her style. Okay. It's just, it's uncommon. It's kind of like a school uniform kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a school uniform kind of thing, Also, yes. what is her deal? I don't know. Maybe, it, oh, no, she does me- mention, doesn't she mention something school related? Yeah, so. Because that's why she can't send out the mailers until next week. Until Monday. Yeah. Uh, she has a paper due Friday. Okay, so it's then, so then maybe her, she's canonically wearing a school uniform. Yes. Uh, we don't have any sign of what day of the week this is. They don't either. But I imagine it's a weekday based on the fact that I have a paper due this Friday. Paper due this Friday. Yeah, it sounds like a weekday. So she's what? She's taking the day off of school to come help at the bookstore? It's unclear. Maybe she, I mean, if she's a college student, maybe like her hours are more flexible. Oh, that's a good point. Yeah. She strikes me as high school age, but actually it makes more mm, sense. She looks she's, older than high school. Well, I mean, she plays and, a movie high schooler looks like they're 22. Um, a movie college person looks like they're 30. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah, but, I think she must be a college student. I, she's a. Co- I mean, well, they're about to talk about cyber sex too. So I don't. I mean, yeah, that would that be, be a crime. Be a, well, 
Definitely. We can talk about that in a bit. But yeah, I'd like to bring that up with something else too. Okay. Uh, um, so let's talk about the work they do. Oh yeah, uh, more of the style. I mean, I'm for the style. Uh, she is wearing, but that is, she looks like it's a high school uniform, but she has a college. No one in college. Oh, that's wears. right. Yeah. Well, well, no. Maybe it's like a maybe it's like a military school. <laughs> she goes to West Point. Yeah. Um, it's a long commute. Um, uh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, Great point. Thank you. I don't, maybe it's yeah maybe it's I think like it's a your style do you remember the 90s maybe <laughs> i do remember the 90s i think if you said like you know uh, a woman wearing uh, a tie that's like uh that's lovably quirky sure it actually didn't i mean the, the gender thing actually was not the part of it that struck me initially it was more just the fact that um that they were they seemed overly formal uh, both of them but especially christina pletzker um just for, I mean, especially in contrast to the setting of the bookstore, which itself is very, um, you know, homey. kind of homey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, there are two questions here. One is, is the clothes that each person is wearing an indication of how they want to be seen as a worker? And the second question is, is it mandated by Kathleen Kelly? I would say the mm. answer to one is, I think everybody is wearing stuff knowing the context they're working at the bookstore. Mm. Um, I think at the very least, Kathleen Kelly is wearing stuff that probably she wants to look professional. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I, I think I think Christina Pletzker wants to look, uh, you know, I think professional, wants to be taken seriously, but also probably wants to be quirky. I don't know. Mm. Uh, whereas George and Birdie look like just what they probably would wear that on the weekend. Very casual, uh, yeah. But I would say, I would, folks. I'm sure Kathleen Kelly, unless they're being just truly sloppy, would not give them feedback on their clothes. That's just not how they she runs her bookstore. No, definitely not. Yeah, she doesn't trust them to open up the store, but she trusts them to dress, dress themselves. <laughs> um, okay. Do you want to talk about the work they're doing? Uh, oh, yeah. What sort of work are they doing? They're moving some books around. Uh, okay, so they... I was reading this too. Uh, when preparing for this, I think everybody mm. who worked at each bookstore, uh, at least the main characters, mm. as I'm sure ev all four of the people at the shop around the corner, uh, worked at a real bookstore for a week, so they felt more you know comfortable doing real book work. That's cool. It's very cool. Wow, that's awesome. Is that is that what they call method acting? That is, yes. Oh, you have to wow. you have to find a real like memory, a real emotion inside yourself, mm. and the emotion they're going for is the emotions you felt as you were working at a real Being bookstore. A bookstore for employee, a yeah. Yeah. So, so does that mean so Meg Ryan was like in the, was an employee in a random bookstore for a week? That's somewhere. What it, that's what it indicates. Yeah. Hmm. I wonder uh, if she got recognized. I wonder how that went. I mean, I would presume. Maybe she wore like a hood. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, here's here's a funny thing. Uh, so take a look at this uh, image. Maybe this is what happened. Mm. This is an image from Venice mm -hmm. in uh, mid 1700s. This is a uh, this is a Venetian, uh, you know, kind of aristocracy mm. going around and wearing a mask. Yeah. Because yeah, yeah. this is a way of kind of leveling the aristocracy. You, yeah. can, you know, just be a normal person by yeah. by wearing a mask. Like Meg Ryan in a bookstore. Yeah, so I imagine she may have worn a mask. Yeah. Good morning. Good morning, Bertie. That's cool. <laughs> well, what's cool? What are you girls talking about? Nothing. Nothing. But, no, just the, the mask. Uh, okay. Um, yeah. What? Uh, okay. So they 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 were moving some books around. Okay. The first there were some shelves they needed to stock. I guess these are new arrivals that just came in. The first thing Kathleen Kelly does. And then the pumpkin keeps moving. Oh, does it? <laughs> yeah, it does. Okay. The, let's talk about the first thing Kathleen <laughs> Kelly does. She goes to the counter by the cash register, 
picks up flowers and moves it to the back room. Mm-hmm. She takes off her jacket and then moves the flowers back to the counter. Hmm. She seems to want to look busy. Yeah, I mean, there's two. Uh, you could say, oh, even if it doesn't make sense, you should want to have your actors look busy, even mm-hmm. if it's meaningless. I, that's clearly not happening here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's meaningful that she's carrying. <laughs> yeah. When you're in love, you just want to pick up flowers and carry them with you. Even no, when I think that is actually a plausible explanation that, like, she is. I mean, certainly what she is. She is playing a scatterbrain thing here, right? Where she's kind of all over the place this morning and, you know, yeah. and all that. So I don't, it's not crazy. It's not crazy. I wrote totemic because um, hmm. I feel like it is. Like she's carrying around these flowers totem- yeah. totemically mm-hmm. to the back room and yep. then takes them back. Even though it's not really much work. Uh, we don't know how heavy those flowers are. It could be, yeah. Yeah, that might be actually a lot of work. Christina Pletzker, uh, her first job is she goes to the back of the room, picks up uh, a couple stacks of books on the back counter, and starts shelving them, mm-hmm. which implies as the last day ended, they unboxed books, sent to them, put them on the counter to be shelved the next morning. Yeah, yeah, that's plausible. Yeah. I mean, it's kind of weird that the last thing you do is to unbox your books, then not shelve them. Um, well, you're tired at the end of the day, you know, and you figure, yeah, we'll get this done in the five minutes we have, uh, you know, the next day before the store opens. I have just enough energy to unbox put on the counter, but yeah. not, to, not to put it into the shelves. Yeah, I'm I'll, like I'll that sometimes. That. I'll get the dishes, like, next to the sink, but not actually into the dishwasher. Yeah. Yeah. And you leave it for the one minute before the bookstore opens yeah. this morning. Yeah, exactly. Actually, that's very relatable. I'm actually, yeah. I'm all for this. Uh, Christina Pletzker also, uh, after the scotch tape was mentioned, mm. moves it from the back room up to the counter. Nice. Yeah, and then smells it. Yeah, they, I'm sure they smell nice. Yeah. Um, so, and then, okay, so so let's hashtag follow the pumpkin. So, I, I, ready? I, oh, yeah. At all times, say where the pumpkin is. Pumpkin is being carried in by Pletzker. Yep. Pumpkin is Pletzker. Pumpkin Pletzker's is Pletzker. Pletzker pumpkin. P- pumpkin on the counter. Flowers are also down. Pumpkin is on the counter. Pumpkin's on the counter. Scotch tape is up. Pumpkin is on the counter. Pumpkin, pumpkin on the counter. On the counter. On pumpkin the, on the counter. On the back desk. Pumpkin on the counter. Tape is down by the flowers on the back Pumpkin's desk. still on the counter. Pumpkin is is stable from what I'm saying. Pumpkin stable. Flowers are picked up and then put down again. Flowers are, uh, yes, are visible. Yeah. Pumpkin stable. Uh, Pumpkin stable. All three props are stable. Oh, coffee just got turned on. Ooh. That's important. Pumpkin still stable. Books picked up. Scotch tape picked up. Yeah. Flowers moving. (laughs) Pumpkin stable. Pumpkin stable. Pumpkins are very stable. Wait for it, though. Wait for it. Pumpkin still stable. Scotch tape is now on the desk next to the flowers. Yep. Pumpkin stable. The pumpkin really gets a lot of screen time. You can see it back there just lingering. Local color. Oh, it's amazing. Color's orange. I think they really got a local pumpkin. They ship one in from I mean, that is a question. You were saying, can you get a pumpkin in March? Canonically in the movie, that's not an issue. When they're filming it, they they had to say, we need a ton of pumpkins in order to pretend it's October. Where, <laughs> That's where probably... You, well, I'm, no, I'm sure there are regions of the world where you can grow pumpkins anytime, you know, or in a greenhouse or whatever. You know, I just wonder, like... What, what the pumpkin source for movies is. I mean, there are plenty of movies that need pumpkins at any time of the year. Here's a challenge you. Uh, if, I, if I said, uh, you should get... This is almost March. We're one mm-hmm. day from March. Yeah. You need to get, uh, you know, two dozen pumpkins... Yep. Uh, I could get by tomorrow. You. I could get well tomorrow's tough, but we would we would know like in a week ahead of time we needed pumpkins for yeah. the for the fall movie that we're filming. Yeah. And just like when they filmed, you know, Halloween Town, for example, what, that, you know, we what do you think the uh, the markup is for for March pumpkins? A lot. I think 10x. 
10 I think 10 well no if you're buying it for a movie a movie uh production I think I've heard of a 10x programmer but a I, 10x pumpkin I think you're paying 10x pumpkin price yeah wow yeah so speaking of pumpkin we've, still, we've lost track of it still, it's still, still on, the on the back counter yeah there it is in the shot still you're saying it's Once moving again. it seems very stable it will move again I promise no, well I'm I'm skeptical pumpkin pumpkin on the, on the counter Pumpkin on the counter. Yeah. Pumpkin's still on the back counter. Steve's on, uh, hand is on the counter now? Steve is around. Uh, George, by the way. George. George is around. Pumpkin, back counter. Pumpkin, back counter. George is near the pumpkin. Pumpkin, back counter. Wait for it. Wait for it. George off screen now. Moving, uh, taking off his his jacket. Pumpkin, back counter. Maybe. We don't know it's off screen. Pumpkin's gone. Pumpkin's being carried. Pumpkin is is being carried by George. Pumpkin being carried by George. (laughs) Two and carry. Two-handed pumpkin carry by yeah. George across the store. Jessica and Maya now entering. Yes. We've lost track of the pumpkin. And now, and that's it. So we don't wow. know where George... Where came. does George... But Where does George carry the pumpkin to? Exactly. It must yes. be in his job spec. <laughs> uh, one other piece of work they do is they start. Uh, did you see what Kathleen Kelly's job was when she went back to the counter? Mm, no. She opened a jar, which is full of candy, like... Uh-huh. It's a quarter full. She takes a bag containing candy and starts grabbing handfuls of candy and putting them into the jar. That's nice. Yeah. I would say everything that everyone is doing in the store seems like busy work. Mm-hmm. Which, well, they're workers. Uh, here's my main question for you. Value add. Mm. What is the value add of the shop around the corner? Story time, for sure. We haven't seen that we yet. We haven't seen that yet. Okay. Well, for now, uh, a nice uh, warm greeting as you're walking in the door. Sure, like Walmart. Yeah, yeah, but they but greet you by name. They don't do that at Walmart. Yeah, so, unless you're wearing a name tag, then maybe I, they would. I a question. Uh, one value add mm. is the non-personnel part, which is the way the physical location is set up, which is very quaint, homey, mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Needs to be maintained. Mm. How many workers would it take to maintain the shop around the corner? Could Kathleen Kelly maintain this herself? I think her plus one other could could do it. But instead, she has she has three co-workers. Or, or I would say I subordinates. Mean, maybe they're all you know various levels of part time, um, and they maybe they're they're doing this. I mean, we know one is a student, so the student's clearly not you know there full time every day, right? Apparently. I mean, it's taking her a week plus to send out the Christmas mailers. So obviously, you know, that's. Yeah, I mean, that is a, a necessary job, which is like, I would like these Christmas mailers to be out now. It's like, yeah. I can do that by next Monday. Yeah. Which is to say, I don't think. Which I, is probably the reason they go to business later in the movie. Yeah, I don't think the shop on the corner really has employees so much as like, you know, a community of folks. Well, okay. That are involved with it and let's may or may not get paid for their efforts. Let's compare that to KZSU. Sure. A volunteer-run community-slash-college mm-hmm. radio station. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would say the— uh, Do the uh, Christmas mailers go out on time for KZSU? I'll get or? to that next Monday. I got right. a paper. Okay. All right. Uh, but I would say the level of competence uh, and just basically— the amount of work people seem to be doing and whether it's actually legitimate mm. is much more comparable to a volunteer organization than it is like an actual business, mm-hmm. which, but, but it, it, it actually is a business compare this to, to the, to the construction site. Sure. We have two people overseeing a lot of construction workers. Everyone is kind of being maxed out there. Sure. Yeah. Except yeah. for, for Joe Fox. 
Yeah, here we're seeing a pumpkin being moved around <laughs> six or seven times, uh, like the proverbial digging digging holes and filling them back up again. Yeah. I don't really see... Uh, there's not a whole lot of urgency here. The books are on the shelves. The, there's no customers. Like, what's, you know, there's not... I mean, the Christmas mailers could probably go out a little earlier. Let's, I mean, let's all admit that. But where does everyone's uh, salary come from? Uh, Kathleen Kelly's family fortune. <laughs> so you think she's she's burning the capital? <laughs> oh no, I think she's breaking even. I mean, I like the way they ostensibly make money mm-hmm. is selling books, selling books at a market, and they and buy they wholesale. Have, they have much higher margin. Th- you know, they have these like stuffed animals and stuff like that, and little you know knickknacks, which are probably much higher margin than books, and well, so they've got those around. Let's see how often they move them. They've got this candy. Maybe that candy is like. Maybe that's where they make the money. Just out, it's out of a bag saying shop around the corner. That's a nice bag. I, it'd be nice to get a little tote bag that says shop around the corner. It would be nice. Yeah. I, just, I think it'd be really nice. I'm just saying their business model is yeah. so... What, that they sell books? Yes, it's a terrible business model. It, it, here's the thing. A bookstore is largely mm-hmm. kind of... Con- uh, you are less paying for the fact you have access to books now as much as you want to be in a nice place. Sure. So... What the what they don't want you to do is to enjoy the nice place and then go back and buy it on Amazon. And that's why they sell coffee. Yes, I mean yeah. you kind of or you do things like, you know, have a subscription or have different mm. services. Well, or have I'm like, sure they do that sort of thing. I, I don't think they're ahead of the curve. Well, on that. if they're going to send out the Christmas mailers, oh, a subscription would be great for them though. Yeah, yeah. If they get like their most loyal customers, and yeah, 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 like Jessica and Maya, Jessica, Maya, each get sign each of them up for a subscription. Sure. Uh, okay. So what? What else? What else you got? Notes wise. Oh, uh, so I wrote down some of the books that I saw in the store. I, I did too. Let's let's. I I, I don't think I'm uh, complete, but I got I got some books. Okay. Um. Here's some that I wrote down. Uh, Charlotte's Web. Uh, they have a couple copies of Charlotte's Web. A classic. Uh, they have a whole um, E.B. White shelf. Uh-huh. They have uh, Charlotte's mm-hmm. Webb. They have Stuart Little. They have uh, the Trumper Swan. They have Miss Spider's Tea Party, which I'm now looking and does appear to be a real book. That's cool. That's cool. They have Miss Spider's New Car. Oh, that's great. Yes. Um, and then there's one in the background that's the Stinky Cheese Man. <laughs> oh, do you not know that book? No. That was a, that, that was a fave of mine when I was in elementary school. Oh. Uh yeah, um, Stinky Cheese Man and other fairly stupid tales. Hmm. Yeah, uh, it's 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 hmm. a it's a it's a it's a, it's a postmodern, very postmodern children's book. Hmm. Uh, beautiful illustrations. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's 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 for the kids who are too cool for school, as it were. Hmm. Um, I, I'd say uh, uh, a plus uh, children's book in my book. Uh, maybe maybe try. I mean, I don't know. I think it, anything that's that ironic. Probably max out at B plus. I give it a B plus children's book. My book. Hmm. Um, I'm surprised. It was was really not relevant at all. Uh, no, when I saw it here in this movie, I I thought it was um, a fake book they made. No, no, I thought it was. I thought a. I thought they'd fill the store with books. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> or or book lookalikes. Yeah, bookalikes. Yeah. So and I thought this was a book alike of which was a real book, but I, I thought it would I thought it would be more like actually a guide to cheese. No, no, it's like a, a guidebook about cheese. That was a huge. That was a phenomenon when mm. I was in school. Um, I mean, yeah, I think maybe I was just lower brow. I, I mean, phenomenon for me was like Captain Underpants. That's a generation gap thing. 
Because yeah. the year, year for this book is like... So was this, was this your generation stink, uh, uh, Captain Underpants? I'm, I'm four years ahead of you in Stinky school. Stinky cheese man? Yeah, yeah, your generation. Yeah, I, I was, go on. I was high school class 2004. No. You were 2008? Uh, yeah. Yeah, so... So different generations. <laughs> Captain Underpants, is, that's, that's, that ch that's baby stuff. I mean, it depends on your perspective. Do you want to get the whole dialogue here? Uh, yes. Nice illustrations in the cheese man. Oh, beautiful. Uh, what's his name again? Lane? Can't Something beat Lane? That. Scotch tape? What Ooh, is going I like this remix. Nothing. Can't beat that. Scotch tape. You're in love. In love? No, no. Oh, yes! That's right. I'm in love with Frank. I'm practically living with Frank. Hmm. Well. Uh, do you think you could get our Christmas mailers out this week? Oh, yeah, 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 by Monday, I promise. I just, I have this paper due Friday. What is going on? Nothing, nothing, nothing at all. You know, I, I am just gonna... Okay, let's, let's pick it up. That we, we got that to where the flowers were put down on the table. Yeah. Uh, more books. A lot of public domain books. Uh, mm. They have a series of books on Robin Hood. Mm. So, uh, all, all these are hardcovers. Uh, Oliver Twist. They have four copies of Oliver Twist. Hmm. Uh, they have, I think, a couple of different editions of Sherlock Holmes books in hardcover. Uh, I would say these are all uh, just so stories. Roger Kipling hardcover. Mm. I'd say all these are the kind of like hardcover books of public domain things. Uh, kids generally hate this. Like I don't, I don't think many <laughs> kids really want uh, a no, th but a thick copy of Oliver Twist. It doesn't matter what the kids want. Yes, it's what their parents the, think they want. The kids are not buying the books. Yes, but they will they will complain in time of like they will at least not be inspired to say like, oh, we love when we go here as a family as much as uh, that's what the stuffed animals are for. I mean, I think if if Fox Books can have a children's section, which actually makes kids more excited, mm. you will, uh, I think, have a, a happier family experience taking your family there mm. than you will take them to the quaint bookstore where your kids actually kind of uh, resent you for, for going. Yeah. Okay, that could be a good hack of the app of how to get kids excited about a about a bookstore. I mean, here is kind of the, the one of the conceits here is this is a children's bookstore mm -hmm. which is mostly outfitted to make adults happy. Yeah, which I think is a valid business model. It I mean, I hated it as a kid. <laughs> uh, I mean, I felt why not make an adult bookstore that's like this? An adult bookstore? Yeah, very just, different thing. Just all pornographic <laughs> books, but really quaint. Yeah. <laughs> just very nice atmosphere. Yes, exactly. Mm. Uh, I already mentioned the Halloween, uh, the Halloween table. Yeah, yeah, the All Hallows table. There's on top of the bookshelves a, a book called The Best Children's Books in the World. Hmm, that's nice. Yeah, uh, there's a book called uh, I think Martha Speaks. It's about a dog named Martha, hmm. I believe. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a whole Wizard of Oz. Uh, you know, cabinet behind her. You see her as she opens the door? Wow, oh, that's a lot of Oz back there. Yeah. Mm. When Jessica came across the sea, not mm. really familiar with that book, but that's right mm. behind her too, by this. Uh, there's a book called I'm a Boo, I believe, uh, mm. is a, a ghost, a ghost book. Mm. Ghost book. Mm. Uh, and that's pretty, that's basically what I wrote down. Very okay. spooky. Uh, anything else you nope, have? No, those are, yeah, those are all, all the ones I had. I also wrote down very pleasant environment. It is pretty pleasant. It's a pleasant environment. Um, Kathleen Kelly, how does she treat her employees? I uh, mean, would you say she has respect for them insofar as she's like, just, you know, hit the deadline for uh, the mailers whenever you want? She respects their their, their work-life balance, sure. but kind of in a weird way, because she does demand everyone shows up at exactly <laughs> the right time. 
Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think um, I think she has a balanced approach herself. Um, and I think maybe her bigger issue here is uh, she doesn't there's not a clear overarching goal or mission that this store has. It doesn't have a mission statement. It, there's no mission statement. Uh, Casey Shield once didn't have a mission statement, but that was rectified. Uh, what do you think the mission statement should be? Um, let's see. The shop around the corner. Um, let's see. I mean, helping, mm, enabling children. Uh, helping children to see the world through books. Okay, that's a mission. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... I, but you could discover, see this fails. Discover the world. Discover the Helping world. children discover the world through books. That's nice. Children don't have money, though. That's that's a major problem. Monetize, uh, um, monetizing parents' desire to help their children see the world through books. Yeah. How's that? That's good, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, this is a standard model. Of uh, of of the old bookstore. Mm. I mean, would you say would anything have changed from the 1970s to the, even the 1960s or 50s? I would say this would look almost exactly the same. Minus well, the fact they have an Apple IIe computer on the table. That, this brings me to my next point. Yep, yeah, the, yeah. that big old computer on the desk. Well, there's actually two, I think. Oh, so, oh there's one in the back room. Yes, there's oh, there's yeah, there's one in the back room that we're looking at now. And then there's also the a the fax ba- machine back there, I think. The one in the back room is turned off. The one on the counter has apparently been on all night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think that, I mean, my impression is that's their point of sale machine. Yes. And so that one's probably on all the time. You don't even turn it off at night? Uh, no, because then you don't know if you can get it back on the next morning. Oh, that's... Okay, then let's... let's... I mean, they're very finicky point of sale machines. Oh, me. she kind of adjusts it slightly. All right. Is it infidelity if you're involved with someone on email? Have you had sex? No, of course not. I don't even know him. Mm, I mean, cyber sex. No. Well, no, don't do it. The minute you do, they lose all respect for you. Mm. Well, it's not like that. We just email. It's really nothing. On top of which, I am definitely thinking about stopping because it's getting out of hand. Uh, confusing. But not because it's nothing. Where'd you meet him? Oh, listen, I can't even remember. Okay. On my birthday, I wandered into the over 30 room for a joke, sort of. The over 30 uh, room. He was there, and we started chatting. About what? Oh, books and music, how much we both love New York. Harmless, harmless, meaningless bouquets of sharpened pencils. Oh, excuse me. Forget it. We don't talk about anything personal, so I don't know his name or what he does or where he lives exactly. So it'll be really easy for me to stop seeing him because I'm not. God, he could be the next person to walk into the store. I know. He could be. Can we take it back down? All right, and here comes George. Here comes George. Uh, interesting. Uh, you know, Christina Plutzker seems very almost upset the fact that he could be anybody. It could be the next guy to walk into the door. She seems like this is like a major problem. Wait, like he might really? be too close. Like she, no. seems, she seems like really like what? bothered. No, like, no, 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 no. It's the other way around. She was saying like, ooh, how exciting. Like he could be anywhere. I'd say there's a note of annoyance in her voice. I, I don't think so. 
No, she uh, seemed she seemed excited. To, okay. Yeah. Oh, well, to 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 trace us through a very similar line is on the poster to the movie You've Got Mail. Mm. Do, you remember, do you remember the line? No. Uh, someone you pass on the street may already be the love of your life. Wow. So that's the inspiring message the movie tries to say wow. to you, which is like, hey, you know, you may be lonely, uh, dejected, mm. uh, but as long as you have uh, some sort of uh, lead in a chat room, mm-hmm. uh, you can imagine that anyone you pass on the street may be that person. So let's talk about this chat room. So there's, so there's, yeah, there's so a, let's talk about the chat room. Yes. So there's an over 30 room. There is exactly one. One, yeah. one. I mean, I'm assuming it's the AOL, you know, sure. AOL instant message official yes. chat room for yes. over 30. But it's an interesting. I, is, that, is that a thing? Is like they do, they do rooms for like over a given well, over 30, over 40, over 50. Is there an over 90 room? Well, one thing that wants to be like, I think, extremely uh, obvious to me. Mm. It was it was written as the over 30 room in order to make sure that they like you do not want to have two things. One is. That they both are in a relationship, but they both are unhappy because they want to be creepy and be like looking for younger people. And on top of that, you want to ex- be very, very clear that these are not adults dating uh, underaged people. Uh, yeah. Okay. Then that. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Yeah. That that is so, a good. That's a good angle that this injected here. Of, yeah, so of, it, of safety. Of. I mean, yeah. Because okay. I, I think yeah. like, it's like, who is this person? I don't know anything about them except the fact that they are legal and in fact mature. You know, <laughs> that is the only fact to know about. Because them. who else would enter the over thirty room? Yes. Yes. <laughs> um. So okay. All right. That checks out then. Yeah. Um. Uh. What? Um. Uh. Do you think that could be a cool name for a club? Uh. The over thirty. The over thirty room. <laughs> Okay, so how quickly do you think we can uh, find and enter an over thirty? An over. Okay, let's let's race. I'm opening an incognito window. All right, ready? Yeah. And we're the first person to enter and and send a message in an over thirty themed chat room. Okay. Wins. Okay, so let's see. Okay, that's clear. Ready? Ready? Three, two, one. Over thirty chat room. Thirties chat room wire club. Thirties. Yep. There it is. There it is. Hi. Ouch. No. Oh, I have to sign up. Ah. Uh, uh, um. Ah. Okay. Sign uh, up to chat. Nope. Oh, oh, my email address is invalid. Oh, no, did no, no, you no, no. Did Mailinator? I, th- I tried Mailinator. Yeah, it didn't work. <laughs> so did I. <laughs> I got to use my, my oh, like. Ah. <laughs> okay. Oh, 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 I'm in, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in. Oh, jeez. Uh, uh, you got to enter your gender and stuff and okay. your birth date. Uh-oh. Uh nope, much earlier, much earlier. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, up, 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 up. Okay, dang oh. it, dang it. I have to validate my email. What? Why is it not? It that? How is that taken? There's no way that's taken. What do you mean it's not? Taken? <laughs> I don't know. Oh no, I have to validate my email. Yeah, I'm waiting for the email to be validated. <laughs> ah! Waiting for the email to be validated. Did we end up in the same one here. Are we going to talk to oh, each other? Also, I intentionally. I'm positive we did. I'm okay, 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 okay. Uh, I don't know my. I don't know the password for this email account. Uh, that's not, that might be, uh, mm, uh, okay, I'm, I'm making good progress here. Verify, okay. yep, verify, is, yep. Okay, verify. I, 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 nope, oh, no. Confusing. Yeah. Did you do it? I did. Uh, so I'm, <sighs> You I, beat me. Yeah, do you see me in the chat room? Uh, I don't know, I'm still, uh, waiting for my email to be. Boy, that's creepy. Verified. <laughs> there we go. Hey, hey. I'm in. Oh, hey, your message is actually on record. uh, (laughs) Yes, it is. 
Uh, uh, also, also, I, I, I registered with a fake, uh, a fake birth year. So I'm, 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 uh, I'm, I'm 724, but they allowed me to post in the 30s chat room. Which oh, is, wow. Nice. Yeah. Wait, is it, oh, it is 30s chat. It actually doesn't say over 30, but I guess I think we get credit regardless. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And if you want to um, uh, chat along with us, uh, wireclub.com slash chat slash room. We should leave this going during your app. Yeah. Uh, wireclub.com slash chat slash room slash three. Zero S underscore chat. Yeah. And that will get you to the 30s chat room. So, uh, yeah. Uh, come on in. Uh, we've got we've got Buford Sharkley in there, and then we've got Me, 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 223, which is... Very uh, good. That was stressful. That was very stressful. <laughs> this is uh, KSU Stanford. You're listening to Earful if you've got mail. We're analyzing the third five minutes if you've got mail. Uh, unless you're uh, listening on the podcast, and then we yeah. are, but it's not. But it was much easier for them because they used their AOL certification. Right. They had existing accounts, existing identity. We had to create new accounts from scratch there. I um, need to find uh, a reliable email which works like Mailinator, mm-hmm. but is not filtered out the way Mailinator now mm-hmm. is by many services. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know what the best backup Mailinator is. Um, they should just create, like, a Mailinator 2 you <laughs> should. They should like have one, but make it sound like some official business. Uh, and then you're like, ah, it's really so. Ha- have you looked at the buttons in this chat room that we're in? No, I'm not. We have emoticons, which is pretty self-explanatory. Uh, here, I'll send a, I'll send a one there. Uh, we have superpowers, which cost credits. And you, you begin to see what Wire Club's monetization model may be. Because in order to to use a superpower, uh, it it costs you at minimum five dollars. That's a great business plan. Mm-hmm. We have drinks. Oh, did you just... Wait, did you just... Oh, you just you just messaged me. Ah, frankly, it's my dog. Good. Um, oh, are we are we becoming friends on Wire Club? Yeah. Oh, a, a 24-year-old male from Stanford. <laughs> How did it know? Like, is this the IP? It's resolving the IP and saying it's... Uh, it must, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Cool. Um... <laughs> okay. I'm going to go back to 30s chat here. So there's a button also on the bottom called drinks, which also costs money. Uh, and then there's a button called how, options. How, how can I resist? We're also going to have a section yeah. Dedicated just uh, oh, you because you're my friend now, you show up as green in the uh, in the list there. So, um, yeah. Also, you'll notice I properly made my account as a 31-year-old. So, yeah, yeah. I'll change it. Um, yeah, that's going to work out well. Um it is interesting that it it I mean this site is very geared toward telling you exactly how old everyone is. Um right? It's well it's this is the first one to get over like to 30s chat. No, I know, but you mouse over anyone's name and you get their birth, their their age. This so. is this is the killer feature of this chat room, which is apparently it's uh, age verified. Although it uh, at once did not really do anything to verify the age, and two is <laughs> allowed me into the 30s chat when I'm not over 30. Very good. Um, um did you get your uh, your five free bingo tickets yet? Because the, ch- the chat room, because for logging in each day, you get five free bingo tickets. Mm. Uh, no, I don't. Oh, wow. There's a whole chat room of people playing bingo over here. <laughs> There's 56 balls left. Private chat lobby. Wow. There's a whole world here. That's cool. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna stay in 30s chat, though. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to close bingo. I, uh, that seems dangerous. Um, okay. I'm in, we... I'm in private chat lobby. Uh, someone is saying uh, Bush was no accident. 
Uh, Wait, what's is private chat lobbies just people looking for private chats? What uh, I, it's unclear. Nothing, uh huh. Nothing, uh, no, I, when I, I started stack empty biographies, my beloveds. Okay, and, and let's let's return to the film at hand here. We can we can chat. Neither was Trump. We can chat online later. I'm trying to reset my password because I uh, it's it's gave me a message saying my fake password was uh, was not uh, good enough. Oh really? Well, I entered a very insecure password and it let me get away with that. Well, so. you, you may have a message saying that or an alert or a notification. I'm not gonna pay attention to that. Um, I. <laughs> okay, there are 36 people that like the over 30s chat room. Are you ready? Okay. We've got T-Maki. We've got Gator Farmer. I love Gator Farmer. Yeah, we've got Katie Cash is King. Erica Reed Profile. JJ Dunn 10. Picara Dreaming Girl. Picara Dreaming Girl. Okay. Yeah. Polly Wuman. Polly Wuman. Vanguard Cowboy. Vanguard, that's a good name. Yeah, that's a nice name. Um, yeah. Let's read Erica's Erica Reed Profile's profile. Yeah. Oh, she added new images. Wow. Look at this. She's from Wales. 38 years old. Engaged. Very nice. Wow, this is wonderful. He could be the next person to walk into the store. I know. He could be... There are 7,675,783 people already in Wire Club. Wow. That's a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. Oh, boy. As far as I'm oh. concerned. Whoa. Whoa. Okay, well, let's, get, let's get that next time around. Wait. Someone else just joined the um over 30? the over 30s room. Okay. Yeah, so. Oh, no. They left. Oh, no. Oh, that sucks. Wait. I, I assumed that was a listener, but the fact they joined and left makes me think that. No, this person's 44 from Rio de Janeiro. <laughs> so, so this person does not belong here. <laughs> yeah. No, they're over 30. Or, well, I guess it does say 30s chat. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna star 30s chat as well. I can't believe someone joined and like we got a whole thing going on here. Wire Club Media Incorporated, copyrighted 2005 to 2020, mm. based out of Port Roberts, uh, Washington. Hmm. That's interesting. Is that interesting? No, it's it's not. Um, Port Roberts is that the is that the border town? I feel like I've heard of that. Arr. Uh Port Roberts, Washington. Uh, yeah, this is the weird little town, hmm. which is on a peninsula. Uh, Love that children's book, the weird yeah. little town. But see this? Oh, one? whoa! It's on a little, yeah, a little nubby there. Yeah, so you can't actually walk from Port Roberts to the rest of the continental U.S. without walking into Canada, and huh. that's where Wire Club Wire Club is based out of. Convenient. Yeah, extremely if, convenient. If like, yeah, the, the, if the if feds the, are coming, if the feds want to raid their offices, they got to go through Canada first. Yeah, as Canadian Prime Minister, can I please <laughs> roll our tanks in? <laughs> So that's, that is that's, so weird. That's wow. your business plan. Okay, nice. Okay, let's do more wire club in the future. Let's have a standing uh, standing wire club thing. Yeah, I've yeah. got to remember my password, but um, yeah, why well, reset it and then uh, I think typed yeah. it in wrong. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. Okay. Now, um, should we proceed to now that we're now that we're in the chat room? Yeah. Should we proceed to the cyber sex jokes here? Sure. Okay. They have a long conversation about cyber sex. Um, well, okay, this starts out before this talking about Kathleen Kelly is concerned more or less with the fact that she's in love, but it's not with her boyfriend who 
almost lives with her. Mm-hmm. Uh, curious to know exactly what the the details of that is. Yeah. Uh, but it's she's worried about the infidelity. It's it's certainly at the very least emotional infidelity mm-hmm. to him. Uh, and then it seems to kind of shade into the fact, you know, of 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 I would say a netiquette, which is how does one conduct themselves when having online romances mm-hmm. what is uh d class a what is simply not done cyber sex is it a uh is it a cyber do or a cyber don't mm. um and this is, you know that's that's the feedback we're getting from uh christina yes yes uh well other other talks about cyber sex or other thoughts um not really i think it's an it's you know there's a there's a line that's clearly supposed to be the laugh line there's a couple like clear supposed to be laugh lines here i say um uh, every line's laugh line every line is i mean it's a yeah it's romantic comedy but no i mean this is probably the certainly this is the most we've seen thus far where the movie is is intending to be overtly funny right like it's like the movie is making explicit jokes as opposed to just like kind of having mildly amusing situations. So what what is the joke here? Well, there's the joke. There's um uh let's see. I tried to have cyber sex once, but I kept getting a busy signal. We haven't hit that yet. Okay. Uh, so yeah. That's that's one. And the other one is the um I don't have it written down here, but the um uh like don't do it, they won't respect you anymore thing. Yeah. Uh, or the the minute you do it, they won't respect you anymore. Something like that. So. Um, which is, I mean, those are, these are like, if, you know, if you needed to write jokes, if someone told you, Hey, please, please, Ooh, this would be a good thing to contract on fiber. Uh, you know, please write me some internet themed jokes Yeah, <laughs> from, from, from 1998, right? Like yeah. these would be jokes you might write, but okay. So let's break down the joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're, we're going to get to, by the way, let's, when George is coming up, we have, well, let's listen to the George conversation. Okay. So when we hear a bell ring. Slide up the slider. Uh, an angel gets his wings. And George enters the store. Those two <laughs> things happen. Yeah. Um, is George an angel? I think George is an angel. Mm. chatting about what? Books and music, how much we both love New York, harmless, harmless, meaningless bouquets of sharpened pencils. Oh, excuse me. Forget it. We don't talk about anything personal, so I don't know his name or what he does or where he lives exactly. So it'll be really easy for me to stop seeing him because I'm not. God, he could be the next person to walk into the store. I know. He could be. It's George. George. Morning. Are you online? Well, as far as I'm concerned, the internet is just another way of being rejected by a woman. Good morning. Also kind of a laugh line there. Yeah. What are you girls talking about? Cyber sex. I tried to have cyber sex once, but I kept getting a busy signal. I know. I know. I was really depressed one Saturday night about nine. The, the, like, the... The instant response and kind of downplaying of it really cuts against the joke there. I think it works out great. Okay, so let's talk about what goes on here. This is this is fantastic. Okay, so the first, they're talking about uh, cyber sex, mm-hmm. which okay, let's define cyber sex. Okay, cyber sex is uh, I think something that really only existed for a few years in the late nineties. I mean, I am sure it still exists today. It was but only a thing. As a novel, uh, social... Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, compare, we live. We have lived for uh, over five years in the age of chat roulette, in sure. which, in which uh, 
people are exposing genitals to strangers, et cetera, et cetera. Right. Back in the 90s, cyber sex was you find someone either you know or a stranger and you start just uh, writing more or less, you know, body, uh, you know, uh, you know, role playing of, of sexual encounters in a chat room. And that not only uh, is it, you know, is it something which is a mature experience for two people but in fact it is it is a form of sex that is that is that was the concept at least sure yeah but so you're, but you're saying it's been it's been um replaced by more visually uh you know like by webcams and whatever you know now i would say but, it's been it's replaced by uh uh audio visual representations of genitals sure i guess yeah i mean <laughs> that is closer to something which is actual fornication than uh, what cybersex was in the late 90s. I mean, my my broad interpretation of it is I think it was always more... Uh, the, the degree to which it was a thing was much more as a joke than as an actual thing most of the time anyway. I think that's true. The degree to which people were actually doing it was... I mean, I'm, again, I'm sure it still happens. I'm sure it's always happened. I'm sure, like, there's... But people will do anything, but, like, the the... Yeah, it, I, I, it was far over indexing in terms of the degree to which people thought it was proliferating, you know, and, and it yeah. became a, a common like joke when, you know, within society um, versus, I'm you know. Well, I think it has to relate to like the fact like when you had early like tech uh, stories like the lawnmower man, you're in the you're in the virtual world, you know, you talk about, you know, existence in all these movies in the late 90s. Uh, or just even earlier representations of the future of the internet. It's like, imagine people having sexual encounters over the internet. Uh, but, you know, and people wanted to make that a thing immediately with the limited technological potential of the late 90s, mm -hmm. which meant that all you could do is really share ASCII text with each other. So people said, like, this is just like the lawnmower, except instead of being like weird, strange VR creatures, uh, you know, uh, fornicating in a VR space. You're just writing like I take off your shirt, mm -hmm. you know, and that's like this is this is cyber sex. Sure. So it's kind of I'd say it's more aspirational even when it was a thing. <laughs> yes. So then it's an interesting construct where you know within this bookstore, three out of four of the employees are, or really four out of four are, are kind of um, um, taking it as a given as like uh, yeah this is just a thing people do. <laughs> yes. Uh, okay. So they asked George. It's very interesting. The question is, are you online? Yes. And it was interesting that George immediately took that as a romantic question. Yes. And he says he's not online because he is so uh, like forlorn and unlucky in love that being online has no no value to him. Yeah. So is are you thinking what I'm thinking? <laughs> Probably not. Oh, okay. Was George the original incel? Oh, yes. This is George's incel culture. Cyber incel. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, let's break down Birdie's joke. You know, they're talking about, what are you talking about? Cyber sex. Yes. Which is, that's actually just, that's fun chatter, which is you're, you bring up something out of context you're talking about because it's funny because it makes your conversation sound weird. Yeah. Uh, and Birdie says, also, I, I, there is an underlying uh, thing here of like, they are doing this in a children's bookstore. <laughs> Uh, they're off. They're off the clock. They're off, okay. All right. <laughs> if if Jessica and Maya enter and they continue talking about it, <laughs> I think that would be problematic. Yeah. Uh, Get all the cyber sex talk out. Done with in the morning. In the five minutes before the store opens. Yes. Yes. Okay. Got uh, it. Birdie's line saying, "I tried that, but I kept on getting a busy signal." One is, is this true? Is Birdie online? <laughs> uh, 
And if it is, like in any case, why is it a joke? Because it's not really a joke. It's it again. If I were to sit someone it down, like a joke. With yeah, if I were to sit someone down with limited knowledge of how the internet works yeah. and ask them to write jokes about the internet, yeah, and they knew what they knew that cybersex was a thing was a thing. Yeah, this is a thing a joke they might write. A more coherent joke is like, I tried to do cybersex, but I kept on getting like a five hundred message. You know, like yeah, but that but does that, not that doesn't play quite as well. No, it does, <laughs> but I I kept on getting a busy signal. It's yeah. actually more incoherent. Because it seems to be saying that she can never get online in the first place because it is over-congested. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I think yeah. the, the, well, no, 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 or the, no, 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 hold on. The real joke, the real joke with the cybersex joke in this case would be my, like, it's a self-deprecating joke. Mm -hmm. I tried to do cybersex, but I was rejected. Yeah. I suppose a busy signal isn't a personal rejection. It is, well, no, the, it's a so condition the way, of the network. Well, I guess the thing I was assuming, I was thinking of this more as, like, she's calling up a BBS. Okay. Like right. So she's she's not. It's not that she is getting a busy signal when she dials up her ISP. It is she is attempting to directly connect to some sort of cyber sex server. Hmm. <laughs> sure, that's your intention. Okay. Like a, you know, like a, a BBS and is and is getting a busy signal when trying to when trying to connect to that makes sense yeah which i don't know i mean either this was written by someone with like no knowledge of how the internet works and so it was just like oh yeah phone phone lines busy signal it's a funny thing or yeah. this was written with by someone with deep knowledge of how bbs has worked yeah <laughs> um i mean a different line was like i try to do cyber sex and i got hung up on you know because that sounds like it, that's 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 funny it's yeah. funnier but it also is less coherent in yeah, the yeah, technological yeah. sense yeah and they kind of cut the difference it is something which doesn't make any sense coherently mm -hmm. also doesn't quite land the self-deprecating part yeah but it's well it sounds then, like a joke but then the and then the weird thing is then like everyone else just kind of reacts to it as like well that was a normal thing to say in that conversation let's continue <laughs> well christina's <laughs> response is amazing it's like yeah 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 that's a problem <laughs> Yeah, so she says, uh, this is so good. I want to get the actual line here. Uh, I tried to have cyber sex once, but I kept on getting a busy signal. Christina says, oh, I know, I know. I was really depressed one Saturday night at 9 in the evening, and she keeps on talking. She wanders off, continues to talk. Birdie walks away, does not care. George is tur back turned, does not, is not listening, and Kathleen also walks away from Christina as Christina walks across the room telling her story about the time she was depressed at, at uh, 9 in the evening. It's a really weird way to end the scene. It's, it's, it, it works if you're not paying attention, but like, uh, but we are paying attention. Yeah. That's right. That's right, Nora Ephron. Yeah. We, we looked, we looked this closely. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it works. That is, it's, it's ending a sketch is hard sometimes mm. you can just walk fade, away fade out yeah you know it yeah, exactly works. Uh, anything else for the scene um well, actually i do want to mic it up we... when she does this in a second but we'll get okay. to the next scene yeah are we getting and then well the next scene is the kids walking in the door are we oh are we yeah, is there anything yeah. interesting just I, Maya? It, I think it's interesting they never show the kids yes well it's <laughs> they, we have this awkward close-up shot That's of kathleen kelly casting i know yeah kathleen kelly welcoming the kids in the door and the yeah. kids are below camera level <laughs> yeah it's very uh, indicative of how they treat this bookstore it's like it's for the adults <laughs> yeah. kids never seen you just assume 
This is like the sixth sense. Everything that he tries to do, it's always like off shot or something. Mm, mm. Uh, like the kids don't exist. That's the twist. Yeah, I mean, they're in, here in to serve Shyamalan's. their purpose. You yeah. know, yeah, yeah. But they're not, yes, uh, they don't need screen time. No. Um. All right, so. um. Okay, scene three. Scene the third. Yes. Fox Books HQ. Yes, uh, they're in the Fox Box. Fox Box is very impressive. Fox Box. It's like, yeah. I mean, they're in a in a skyscraper and you beautiful know, view, of Manhattan. Beautiful view. I mean, this is a lot like Parasite. You know, the shop around the corner is down in this uh, like mm. sub street mm-hmm. level ditch. Yep. Uh, and this, the Fox Box is 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 a glass cube in the sky. Mm. Yeah. Uh, there, yeah, are, yeah. there are three foxes in the box. Yeah. Can you we name got them? Elder Fox, the uh, first. Well, which one is elder? Elder, elder the eldest. El- okay. We got eldest fox, elder yes. fox, and fox. We have Joe, Joe, the youngest. We have Nelson, yep. his father. Nelson. And we have Schoiler, his his grandfather. Schoiler, there's an old name. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Oh, here we go. No, it comes. Oh up. no, it's oh right. We got a little bit. It's a long th- conversation. It is. It takes it most. Yeah. We'll hear it one more time. Okay. Good morning. Good morning, Bertie. What are you girls talking about? Cyber sex. I tried to have cyber sex once, but I kept getting a busy signal. I know. I know. I was really depressed one Saturday night about not having <laughs> Time to open up. <laughs> <laughs> and Bertie yells over her. <laughs> she... Jessica and Maya, how are you today? Good invisible kids. Hi, just get Maya's mother, yeah, hi, makes Kathleen. them say hi. They don't hi, like Kathleen. it. This is not an enjoyable part of their day. No, no, this it's is terrible. This is why kids didn't end up liking books. Is this a weekend? Why are, why are Jessica and Maya not in school? Maybe they're too young. Maybe they're too young, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, kids uh, Kids hate books. Okay, box box. We have three boxes. Yes, three, three boxes. boxes. This is a nice shot. You got Joe on the couch in the foreground. And then you got Nelson and Shy- Shiloh? Uh, Schuyler. Schuyler. Nelson and Schuyler in the background. And Joe is just, like, really uncomfortable on this couch, which is kind of fun. Yeah. And you, you have to find uh, you have to find more hooks into a scene than just people talking. So there is one main thing happening in the scene, which is them talking about the bookstore, their competition, uh, their plans. But the secondary thing is... Uh, what's up with the couch? What material is it? Uh, Joe is having trouble enjoying sitting in the couch. And then later, he has now have material from the couch on his clothes and needs to get a roller to get off. Which is elegantly tossed to him by his father. Yeah, and I'd say again, this is the kind of thing that... There are a couple things that normally parse the first time you watch this. Mm-hmm. One being the entire business with the couch. Yep. It doesn't seem that interesting or important. <laughs> it's really just to have something happening, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The second thing is, later, we see him with his nephew, and you can't like, it's, you don't really learn until later, oh, this isn't his kid, it's his, it's his, it's his brother. Sorry, not his nephew, but it's his, it's his half-brother. It's his half-brother. Matthew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. And yep. I, I did not realize that we mm. actually have the entire story of his stepmother and his half-brother completely, oh. complete exposition is happening in the scene. Oh, wow. Wait, so, wait, those kids later on aren't his? No. Joe Fox? He has kids. He is. No, it's his, ha- it's his half-brother. <gasps> that is that is Nelson's, Nelson's four-year-old wow. son 
So Nelson has been married multiple times. Yeah. Does apparently doesn't really believe in love, but has uh, has produced a child four years ago uh, mm -hmm. with Jillian. Uh, the kid is named Matthew, and Jillian is also uh, in charge of buying couches for the Fox Box, uh, and they're very expensive. Yes. Uh, that's and th that's a lot of good exposition that I'd say isn't really necessary. I would have guessed didn't exist. Yeah, but it is. It's there. It's yeah. It's all laid out here. Yeah, clear as day. Uh, here's something that's confusing. Uh, they talk about what is the fabric of this couch. Mm -hmm. uh, when Joe Fox says this, he looks at the couch, uh, and then he also looks at the at the pillow, uh, and the answer is it's money. Uh, you're right. Yeah. You're, you're, what did I say? But no, no. That's what I was, well, but no. I thought you were getting the same thing, which is he, Joe Fox then appears to identify the fabric later in the. Well, later he says this mohair business, this mohair number, has shedded all over my my clothes. Yes. That's referring to the pillow, not the fabric of the couch. Oh, okay. The couch okay, fabric is actually not that interesting. Yeah. It's like a normal couch fabric with like a fleur-de-lis design or something. Paisley okay. Kind of yeah, this feels like, I mean, they definitely, there was some exposition that needed to happen. Yes. That exposition has been worked into this film. Yes. In a in a checkbox type of way. In, in Joe Fox, I mean, to make sure, like, if he was, like, here, put yourself in his shoes. Uh, Joe Fox. Joe Fox. Yeah. Okay. He's a guy looking out the window. Yeah. You, you want to sit down. Yeah. See a couch. Yeah. The couch seems fine. Yes. There's also some suspicious looking pillows. Uh, you ask, what is the material of this couch? You know, it's a bit sloppy. Uh, and he says, uh, you know, you get a kind of elusive answer. Mm. But he seems to still be suspicious of the pillows. But instead, he. In about 20 seconds, sits down on the couch, then lays down on the couch, exposing just, his back, his back, and just rubs himself rubs all over the couch. Yes. And then he sits up and then complains that he now has the material from the pillows over his, his clothes. Uh, if he was so skeptical, I would say one thing he probably could have done and should have done is not to rub himself so, mm. so energetically against the pillows. Mm -hmm. But he did. <laughs> He's he dug his own uh, his own grave there. Yeah, he did. Uh, let, let's let's time this next time around. See exactly when he sits down, uh, and uh, exactly how long he spends. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. You got a stopwatch on you? Uh, no, I have a watch that has no second hand though. Ah, no, it's not gonna help. Jessica and Maya, how are you today? Uh, the open sign has Winnie the Pooh uh, on That's it. That's nice. It's at the table. Yeah. Okay, here we go. I think, I think it is. Box, box, go. It's going well. We should open on time. He's standing. Although Kevin and I are both a little concerned about the neighborhood response. Hey, this, this fabric on the couch, what is it? Does it have Sitting. a name? Money. Huh? Its name is Money. Oh, Jillian selected it. <laughs> Good guess. He's leaning. Father's getting married again. Really? Yep. Now Congratulations. Thank you. Why? Who knows? Love? Possible. I think you're a damn fool. Pops, Matthew is four years old, okay? It would be nice for him if he knew his parents were married. Listen, I, uh, I have a, a sad announcement to make. Uh, City Books on 23rd Street, it's going under. <laughs> now they're making Another gun motions. Bites the dust. On to the next. You're gonna buy out their entire inventory of architecture and New York history for the new store. How much, son? No obvious mohair on his coat. Well, whatever it costs, it won't be as much as that exquisitely uncomfortable mohair episode there, which is now all over my suit. Here you go. 
The joke here is We're also kind going of... to have a section dedicated just to writers who've lived on the west side. As a shot to the neighborhood. Perfect. Keep those west side liberal, not pseudo-intellectual Readers, Dad. Hearts, they're they're don't, called readers. Don't do that, son. Don't romanticize. So, okay, one joke there, I mean, the hmm. background joke of the couch. Lots of jokes, yeah. Mm. One joke is, like, I'd say um, the couch is unusually uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. uh, and then afterwards, it also has uh, ill effects, which is it sheds all over his, 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 his clothing, mm -hmm. which so much of felt that Nelson has a, a, a lint roller candy, which is unusual, but it makes sense. Like, this couch is so problematic that mm. he has to have a lint roller handy. That's mm -hmm. that's the joke there. But the couch, like, it, it is 100% on Joe that he thinks I should be able to lay down on this couch, which is clearly too short, and then he starts complaining kind of and bunching up that he can't lay down on the way. It's kind sure. Of, I mean, I'd say it's, it's on him. Uh, Yeah, it's, it is definitely on him. I mean, I think the joke is basically, like, this very expensive couch is actually not functional. Yes. Which is an effective joke. It is. Right? And I think it uh I think Tom Hanks acting it sells it mm -hmm. better than the actual logistics of the scene yeah. really allow for. But I think it but he does something more important than that in developing his character, which is that he is uncomfortable in the Yes. corporate Titan role. Absolutely. I, this is Absolutely. not his natural environment. It's not even his father's. His father is kind of enthralled to his fiance, mm -hmm. uh, Jillian. Mm -hmm. uh, and, you know, he would probably not choose that couch either. Right. No, no. So, or, okay. Well, I'd say the entire, it sounds like a lot of the family, like his father makes concessions. Yes. You know, he doesn't care about fancy couches. Yeah. Yes. But, but he's right. still, he still goes, I see what you're saying. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah. It so, comes with the milieu. Yeah. They're down to earth. They're salt of the earth people. They're really down to earth. And they, yeah. but yeah. they just find themselves caught up in this corporate enterprise and the expectations that come with it, which Joe Fox can completely shed when he goes online. Just like the mohair sheds on his... Just like the mohair from his coat, yes. Yes. Uh, so this, the lint roller is... Is, uh, is uh, the internet. No, it's a modem. I think oh, it's... Yeah, yes. the lint roller is a symbolism for a modem. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, one, one piece of note. Uh, the tip in the construction schedule, he says everything's going fine. Hmm. It sounds like... I mean, that a lot of stuff not... is going... A lot of stuff was going badly. Yeah, I mean, this is kind of, I think, you know, this is called, you know, managing up, right? So I think he's, <laughs> so, so he's just finished a, a morning meeting, yes. you know, where he was told that things are b behind and there's a lot of problems. But they at least identify what's going wrong. You know, yep. there, there are known problems. Known problems. Better than unknown problems. Yeah. And, 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 uh... And they also talk about the fact, oh, there may be problems with the neighborhood uh, character and different responses from the community. Yeah. But we're just going to bulldoze right through them. Yeah. That was a, that was the morning meeting. Yes. yes. And now, I mean, Joe Fox knows better than to project fear about any of these things upward to, you know, to, to his father and, and, and grandfather. And he also wants to protect his friend, Kevin Jackson. Yeah, Kevin could easily get fired for this. Yes. Um, so, so, yeah. So, so, so he actually flips around the news report saying construction schedule is great, yeah. but we're really concerned about the neighborhood. <laughs> well, and, and that we're, yes, we're concerned about the neighborhood and we're, and it's a nice thing for the executives to focus on there, right? You know, it's, yeah. there's a solvable problem. Why is it solvable? Because we're taking out the uh, the bookstores one by one. 
Yeah, okay, so uh, they talk about, there's a news report, City Books on 23rd uh, has closed. Yes. Went out of business, and they are ecstatic about this. Oh, they're so happy. Yeah, they're they're doing little hand pistol, hand, uh, like a, it's an interesting, like, um, finger guns. A what? Finger guns. No, well, I mean, one one variant of it is kind of like a like a machine gun, really. It's yeah, a, a very gun. yeah a Tommy gun. Yeah, that's right. It's a, a Tommy machine. gun type of thing. Yeah, yeah. It's a very it's a it's a really um kind of intense motion. Uh, and then and then interesting throughout this whole thing, the, um, uh, what's what's the father's name again? Nelson. Nelson. Nelson Fox. Nelson is. Oh, Finger guns. So good, finger guns. Finger, finger guns. Nelson is eating pancakes or something like that. What is? He has, he has a nice mug. Oh, maybe he's putting he's putting maple syrup into his mug. Maple. I mean, that was maple syrup, right? Are you sure he's not actually like making tea and then putting a flask of? Oh, into it? maybe it's honey in tea. Yeah, oh. that's right. That's one of those little bear honey things. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, it's, he's putting honey in his tea. Wow. Uh, is this the drink of the up? Yeah, drink okay. Up, honey, and, is, there's been a drink every ep so far. I think you want to keep the audience. This is kind of an old filmmaking trick. Keep you, them thirsty. You don't want the audience to feel like just like I I need to go to the lobby mm. and and you to miss the movie. You have to want to show liquids on screen at least once every five minutes. Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there. I mean, Twenty Third Street, not very close to where they are, the Upper West Side. This is. Hmm. This is like south of Midtown. Yeah. And well, yet, Fox Books has a presence everywhere. And yet they're extremely excited it closed. Well, and question for you, why? Why? Because, well, because it's just further evidence that that they have a superior business model. Well, okay. So there, I think there are three ways you can read this. Mm. One is uh, the old way of buying books is dead mm-hmm. and now in an age there's a new way of buying books and it is going into a large store yes uh, of course the second way to read it is we will actually have monopoly you know power in manhattan because they will have no options than to buy from us sure so even though we have to sell cheap books to begin with once we have monopoly pricing we can we can actually have huge markups yeah the i mean that is a very common business model yep uh i mean that is funding most of Silicon Valley. Mm. Uh, the third way to read this, and this is what they say, is they're excited that they can now buy the books from the store in liquidation. Yes. Which are a well-curated series of books about was architecture. Yeah. Uh, which seems surprising an interesting to me. target for, for a large chain bookstore. Yeah. Yeah. Which um, is, it seemed like curation. It's like no one at Fox Books can buy books well <laughs> Good thing we wait for a store to go well, into business. We buy their stuff from them. No, the impression I got is these are more like kind of rare books or unique books or out of print books type things, right? I mean, they're talking about all these, you know, Some architecture books. books. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're just, they're books that you wouldn't, you know, they probably don't get them through their normal, you know, um, distribution channels, right? These are probably books that this, this more, you know, specific local bookstore had to source via other means. We're going to buy out their entire inventory of architecture and New York history for the new store. And Nelson says, how much, son? How much are you paying? And he says, well, whatever it is, not as much as your couch. Uh, which is really not so it's interesting so which they're buying it out of liquidation out right. of the store. this it, is going to be as cheap as you're ever yes. going to get yeah exactly and, and the fact that they're they are a bookstore and so they are selling the books yes. means it actually as long as you're not paying less than you expect to sell them for yes. 
you can pay an arbitrary amount for this. Yeah, I think Nelson <laughs> should say, this is all the things going on. This should be your safest purchase, yeah. which is uh, which is a series of uh, you know relevant uh, books from a store in liquidation. That have known value. That, and, yeah. and we have the ability to buy it up because they have, a, I'd say, a... a, a you know, a lot of capital. They yeah. Can, yeah, they can spend. And, and yeah, and, and and distribution channels to to sell them. And, yes. And you know, versus the the probably massive expenditures happening on actual like building the new Fox books, um, which yeah. are probably there's a there's... something more worth discussing between father and son here than than the than the liquidation books. But yeah. But I also like how uh, Joe Fox, who theoretically, like, would he? Do you think he reports to his father? Like, is he is he a direct report in like their organizational structure to his father? I think he reports to Schoiler. Reports to Schoiler. Yeah. You think they both report to Schoiler? Uh, <laughs> that's a good. Quote. No, I think he reports to his father. He reports to his father. Okay. It's interesting. He's asked a direct question by his father. Yeah. Of how much are you paying? Which is not that hard to answer, probably. Uh, well, apparently it is. Oh, yeah, okay. And he completely dodges it. That's called managing up. <laughs> Very yes. interesting that, you know... Uh, how often is the cadence of their meetings, do you think? Weekly? Yeah, I think probably weekly check-ins like this with the, the three of them over tea in the Fox box weekly. And it yeah, sounds, I that, mean, that checks out. Which means that uh, within the last week, the news of his marriage came up, because this yeah. is reported offhand during their yep. during their meeting, uh, in a way that seems to really surprise nobody. Uh, it's not really a big deal. It's not like mm-hmm. you know, it's not a personal phone call from his father. He had to wait till the next you know, uh, you know, weekly stand up. Yeah. Well, it's not. I guess he is standing up. One of them standing up. Uh, stand up. Stand up. Lay down. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else from this meeting? Um, well, I did write down, just depending on how we're doing on time, I thought maybe we could... We're doing pretty could, well on time, yeah. I thought maybe we could calculate how much we think this book purchase is going to cost. Uh, we don't have enough information. <laughs> okay. Uh, it's, a, it's a nice thought. I have one more thing I'd like to talk about. Mm. Uh, so this is about kind of the idea of ostentation mm-hmm. in, in kind of rising... Uh, a series of commerce. Okay. Uh, so this is this is a statement. This is uh, Fernand Braudel's The Wheels of Commerce, uh, Civilization and Capitalism, 15th, 18th Century. Mm. Uh, talking about, in short, then, there are two ways of living and facing the world, display or discretion. Mm. Wherever society based on money was slow appearing, ostentatious luxury and old-fashioned policy was forced upon the ruling class since it could not rely too much upon the sound support of money. Uh, ostentation could, of course, creep in anywhere. But here, like, the general thing is... Uh, there are two ways to show that you are upper class and then you have mm. power over people. Mm. One is you can invisibly inflict your power on other people through the weight of your money. Mm. And if you don't have that, if you actually have like a title, mm-hmm. but you don't really actually have the means to push people around with money, that's when you start seeing people dress fancier, mm. show just kind of goof. They'll have like more. They say like people like go bankrupt, uh, like buying like fine wines and spilling it everywhere just to show that they're, like, they're doing so well like oh i can spill this wine and that and that and like they'd actually like be that'd be a major expenditure just to like make people think that they can just spill wine doesn't matter because mm. uh, the ostentation is the point mm-hmm. as opposed to uh you know when you have money you can be a normal person you can dress like a normal person just as long as they know boy you know that guy has so much money i have to actually uh you know I have to listen to their their, their money talks for them. 
Uh, I think it's interesting to show that seems to be the place where the foxes are. They, you know, mm. between ostentation and the kind of simple uh, language of their money speaking, they're they're at a weird boundary. Yeah. Uh, for example, their couch is a form of ostentation. Yes, but it was not the, the, the not overseen by them. Yes, but they are. It's still part of their overall family, you know. Well, hierarchy. But, well, yeah. I mean, I guess that. But that's the dynamic here, right? Is the like it's you know. Uh, Jillian is from the old country. She's yes. British. Yes. Yeah. Is she? Yeah, she is. Oh, there you go. Yeah. Yes. No. Or I mean, but and Jillian, I, I theoretically, I don't know if she if she also comes from money, but I, it, but I guess we do we learn that. Uh, we'll we'll find out. Okay. All right. <laughs> Her name's Jillian. That's a kind of upper class name. Yeah, I guess. But like, but the uh, the dynamic, at least you would assume at this stage, is that the money's coming from their side of the family. The foxes. The fox family. They're yeah. very rich. They're yeah. very rich. Yes. And so they are they are the ones who are operating under the, the, the money talks philosophy. Yeah. Versus Jillian, who's operating under the must have, you know, ostentatious uh, display. Which is, I think, yeah, could be like a new money thing, too. Because when you have sure. new money, you want to like make sure that like you... Old money can be, uh, yeah, you, you can be more modest because everyone kind of knows your reputation. You can kind of invisibly inflict it on people. New money is mm-hmm. is just anxious to say, like, hey, don't you know how, how rich I am? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think the foxes, uh, what we see earlier, I mean, they were meant to go to uh, the black tie dinner for the pen dinner mm-hmm. by Joe Fox. Right. And that's very much like an ostentatious display. Yeah, it's he doesn't want of, that. He doesn't want that. He doesn't know? want the mohair. He's fine letting his money talk. He'd like to send off a check for them. Mm-hmm. But because uh, mm. mm. it is it is interesting. They're supposed to be relatable people. Uh, but talk about like the different level of power each one has upon other people. Mm. Kathleen's still... She can make Christina wait outside the store. Like, she has some power over people. Yeah. Uh, but Joe actually anticipates and relishes in uh, driving people out of out of business, <laughs> causing misery, you know? And, like, doing it in a way that he's not, like, even, like, really being in the middle of it. He's, he relishes doing it invisibly behind the scenes, mm-hmm. which is kind of, kind of brutal. Um, yeah, a little bit. But that's, uh, yeah, I think that's the point. At this stage? Yeah, I mean, I'd say in any way, like, Joe is actually kind of more monstrous <laughs> than his folks because he's uh, he's, a, he's a pure, you know. Well, I think there's a little bit of a dynamic here of Joe is, Joe knows the, the that his big project is running behind and at risk. Yeah. And Joe is trying to curry favor with his folks by something he knows will will get positive attention from them mm, sure which is to to amp up the the you know um the the notion of another community bookstore going going under which is to say maybe he is not as directly invested in that himself or you know it's not like his primary goal but he knows that it is his father and his grandfather's primary goal and therefore he is sort of playing it up you know um to um this would be a generous yeah. reading for joe no, but it, it I, works you know, it works yeah i yeah. think he i think he also He's just also trying to mask the the issues with the you know the the the, the giant new Fox Books uh, yeah. construction project. And speaking of mask, as I pointed out earlier, mm. it's interesting. Like the, the aristocracy, he's wearing, wearing a mask in this whole scene. Wearing masks, you know, uh, mm. in in Vienna to show the aristocracy is is just a normal person, as opposed to like later, like the uh, the Burton class in in in, in Holland would dress like normal people. Mm. They would actually just be because they didn't have to let it talk so much. But on top of that, what is the internet if not a mask which allows 
people of very different stations to be equalized. The ultimate mask. The ultimate mask. Wow. It's, it's very interesting. I think we, we need to speak more as, as, as this comes along, but I think it's very worth uh, digging our teeth into that. Should we should we uh, sort of try and establish in the lexicon something like, you know, the information super mask or, you know, the... Yeah, I think that's yeah, the, the, <laughs> the super the information super mask. <laughs> I'm just you know because it is I'm, blocking out a lot of information. Yeah, actually no, what, I'm what, just saying it. Uh, you know, there's lots of terms for the internet, right? And one of them could involve the word mask. Uh, yeah, let's 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 uh, mull on that. Yeah, uh, and I, I will think of very good uh, new new terms for the internet. And I love it. Presumably, one will will become the standard. Uh, well, one question is: Kathleen Kelly earlier was talking about. They did not share information with each other about what they do, their business, more or less anything. Mm-hmm. Uh, it still is not clear whether this was an explicit protocol choice they have made in their in their uh, in their discussion, or if this was just they happened just, not to mention. Yeah, just that neither one of them has necessarily worked up the courage to be yeah to um, yeah to to propose that. Yeah, I mean um, Brinkley has been brought up. Yeah, but, I think they're but, but easing that into I it. I am a very rich person who, uh, you know, my my family yeah, own like don't an lead office with space that. in Midtown Manhattan. I don't think you lead with that. <laughs> it is. We talked about books. Yeah, but they both did not mention they work in the bookstore industry. I think they're being guarded, understandably so. Sure, and that's very modest to say. Like, oh, I have opinions about books. In fact, I work in books because you think that would come up. That's a very yeah. common thing to say. You don't say exactly how it yeah, is. But to, yeah, to say what industry you work in would be a thing that, yeah. Yeah, I think, but they're yeah. both very modest. Well, it might come up soon. We'll see. Maybe uh, maybe they're illiterate. <laughs> That's why they're uh, guarded about it. Yes, exactly. Very um, embarrassing. All right. Should we do our hack of the... Um, Are you prepared for hack this? Of the, no, no, I'm not. Okay. Um, well, you will be. So, But I, I'd enough. like to ask these questions just, you know, just, just in case. And then, you know, kind of get you primed there. Um, but, uh, but yeah. So, I, enjoy, so, I enjoyed the hack atmosphere last time. <laughs> yeah. The hack atmosphere. Yeah, that's, that's what, uh, that's, that's what this, uh, this is for. Um, <laughs> yeah. We'll get so, there in about two seconds. Yeah, you know, it's it's you do what you got to do. Here we go. All right, this is hack of the up. I have a protocol recommendation. Uh, I think one of us should actually finalize which uh, problem where we're we're choosing, and the other person should actually finalize which hack ah, we're opting. And we alternate each show. Uh, could go either way. Or, say, I think the main thing during a show, it should be one person picks one person, the other person okay. picks the other. Well, oh, okay. But I think it's it's nice to brainstorm solutions oh, together. Oh, no, absolutely. But yeah. last last one, I think uh, you chose which problem, mm-hmm. and then I I think selected which hack. I see. And I think that's that's yeah yeah. I think okay. that works. Do you want to do the other way? Or, I mean, well, already, let's just, I mean, just, I'm only... throwing it out there. Well, we'll get to okay. it. Uh, well, what are problems we, we have seen this, this app? Um, the mohair couch, big problem. Mo- Ooh, that's a good one. It's a very... Mohair couch. Yeah. Practical, physical problem. Yep. Um, yeah. Uh, the bookstore appealing to children. <laughs> I don't think that's a problem to anybody. Okay. No one seems to be concerned with that. Um, I would say uh, provisioning the bookstore for seasons seems to be a problem. Oh, yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. Of human, Seasonal decoration. A lot of human uh, labor is spent moving mm-hmm. one pumpkin around different parts of Manhattan. Uh, and yeah. That, it, not a good use of anyone's time. Yes. Um, 
What, what else um, goes wrong here? Mm, 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 let's see. Um, Everything else has been kind of dreamy, to be honest. <laughs> Speak now or forever hold your peace. Those are the only two things coming to mind. I think, yeah, I think that's it. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, I mean, I have a clear winner here, a clear pick. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll, let, you, I'll let you pick it if oh, you want. I've, I mean, the mohair. Okay. So yeah. you, you've selected the, the, the problem. What, what's the name for the problem? The problem is. Well, what is the opposite of a hack? It, yeah, it is. Um, uh, it's a crack. It's it's, it's the a cr crack in the social fabric. Uh, or a or a a, a bug. A bu oh, thank you, thank a, you. Yeah. Uh, um. You 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 found the bug. A vulnerability. <laughs> a bug bugs better. Okay. It's the so it's the, it's the it's the mohair bug. Yeah, the mohair bug. The mohair conundrum. <laughs> so the mohair bug. Uh, <laughs> to be specific, the problem is that just. The fabric is bad in general, or is this a more comprehensive problem with the with this couch? Um, let's say that let's say mohair is something you want a you want couch with cushions on it that have mohair on them because it looks great, right? It looks you want that look. Yeah. Now the problem is you want someone to be able to someone to be able to sit down on it without them getting mohair all over themselves, or if they do get mohair all over themselves, you want them to be able to cleanse it quickly. Uh, okay, so let's talk about what are all of the uh, specs we need to hit okay. for, for this. I'd say one is... No, no more expensive than $50,000. I disagree. I okay. think the, the couch should be as expensive as possible because no, the no, no, point no, 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 of the no, no. couch... The, the couch is a given. The couch exists. Yes. What you need is a technological solution for, uh, you know, for... for, for uh, enabling the mohairness of the couch to not be a problem. So okay, so I was thinking this would be about the fact when Nelson and Jillian were buying the couch, ah. you want you want to have them be able to reach their specified wants, which is to get an ostentatious couch, mm -hmm. but one that won't uh, defile their son's suit. But you're saying actually, you want to actually correct the fact they've already made the purchase. Yes, but and it's it's you know this is. Or no, I think it's this also is a an, remedy on top. It's a layer. I think it's also an acceptable solution to sell them an identical couch that is identical in every <laughs> aspect, except that it does not produce the 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 Joe Mohair outcome here of, mm. of him getting mohair all over himself. Uh, I mean, OK, I'd say I think the problem is the couch. It would actually be more luxurious if the couch had more add on features that, in fact, made it less of a, of a fuss to use. For example, if it was like a uh, a subscription service, which allowed uh, you know a butlering mm. that goes with the with the couch, that doesn't sound like a technology solution. It's a it's a it's a logistical solution. Sure, I mean, is like is a Blue Apron a technology solution? I'd say uh, it's a logistics solution. So yeah. I'd say I'd say it is. Uh, sure. Yeah. Okay, but you want something more high tech. Yeah. Like nanobots. Sure. Um, it sounds dangerous to have your couch teeming with, with nanobots. Um, it depends. Um, okay, describe one way that's bad, so, one way that's good. Okay, I mean, I'm here. I'm just gonna throw out some some uh, possibilities. Sure. Um, very powerful uh, vacuums and air suction. That's interesting. Yep. Um, uh, ultrasonic technology. Um. Uh, lasers, lasers. Um, uh, 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 um, uh, like um, flash um, heating. 
I mean, I, I think you're getting close to something, which is just, I think the problem is it's very hard to be resilient and actually clean all kinds of clothes. We know it's the cleaning industry means a lot. I think mm. you need to get ahead of it and nudge uh, behavior such that you never expose your clothes to the couch. Yeah, sure. If, well, if, but the, that's, if, if I, the coach the, was a self-contained sauna, you would necessarily mm. have to strip down to use it. Sure. That feels like dodging the question. Just like Joe Fox and his family. Uh, I'm, if you were if you're saying you're going to create some sort of killer application mm-hmm. which will clean all your clothes no matter what, mm-hmm. I, I I mean I think no I think it's also fair to say we're going to give Joe a, like a we're going to put a distraction in the room like a you know a little bauble in the room that's going to distract him such that he never sits down on the couch in the first place. Oh, now we were talking. Yeah. Okay. So like the couch would actually come with uh, a little like a little cat toy thing that's uh, you know yeah well, lasers. projects yeah a little laser <laughs> that projects on the wall and so then he goes and yeah. investigates that. So if you get two, it has one sensor <laughs> which is for getting too close to the mohair, yeah. and if it does, a laser is activated which points to the wall and distracts the person so they actually go across the room and start start chasing the laser. <laughs> Exactly. Okay, that, that sounds, sounds like, pretty good. Yeah, that sounds like a good hack to me. So it's a proximity sensor and then a distracting laser. <laughs> yes, it's 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 just a it's a nudge to make sure you go too close to the mohair. Yeah, but good. it still looks great. Cool. All uh, right, that's so a good. I, so that's with, a good with, hack. with my that? with my station to say I picked the hack, I finalized that. Great. That that's hack. a finalized hack. That has been a hack of the app. Oh, nice, uh, nice music transition there. It's a beautiful day. Isn't it just the most beautiful day? I guess, yeah, sure. Beautiful day. We never really mentioned the joke. The joke is it's a beautiful day, and we see New Yorkers being rude to each other. Yeah, yeah, that's also a joke. Um, and isn't isn't New York beautiful in the fall or wonderful in the fall? And it's like, well, mm. and here's a question for you: Why is New York less than perfectly beautiful? One one clear answer. Uh, cars. cars, cars, yep, cars. Uh, did you uh, did you uh, get the contact info for? Ep- ep- no, no, I didn't. But I, I will in the drive. I will get that. Uh, in the meantime, multiple people have joined and left the uh, 30s chat. Oh, really? Well, what on Wire Club? Username. We had Good and Bad Two, and then we had Smiling Kiss. Nice. Uh, nice smiling, one there. smiling Kiss is 66. Uh, single from Ask Me. Hmm. Uh, also, not a uh, 30s person. Uh, well, uh, over thirties. I mean, it's, again, if we interpret it uh, along the lines of the of the movie, um... Smiling Kiss has a ton of badges. They have the Kiss badge, the New Year's twenty twenty badge, the New Year's Kiss badge, wow. the Christmas twenty nineteen badge, the social. Wait, is this badge. like because they logged in on on New Year's? Is that how you get those badges? You think maybe? Uh, it's apparently given. It might be a peer to peer badging system. Mmm, that's they, cool. They got a big heart oh, wow. for those with a big heart from Nacho Cat. They got trustworthy from Nacho Cat. This person's on. They're, wow, they must be really good friends with Nacho Cat. Yeah, they got a wink uh, from Creative Music Artsy. Got, uh, wow. Yeah, this is great. They have three. Tw- They're doing very well. Where'd you meet him? Was on Wire. Oh, they got Christmas 2018, Christmas 2019, which meant they logged into Wire uh, Wire Club on Christmas each time. Hmm. 
over this is huge uh okay are we ready to uh go to uh uh what do we call this thing Bear, the bear in the, the air the, 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 the where in the air where in the air of course yes and now you're gonna log into the same thing you had <laughs> up in a second ago look it does we don't have a perfect system here yeah um if we're gonna be consistent we can actually download this but um we could or we could uh we could check out um a different uh some different hacking music for this segment we call where in the air Is this the same person? It's the same account. Is this from the same account? They have that same Jim weird, TV? that same weird old line at the bottom of the screen. I believe it's also Jim TV. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Good Jim TV. I trust Jim TV. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, this is less good hacking music. No, that one's <laughs> much better. Yeah, but we're gonna roll with it. Yeah. Um, okay. Movie as a whole as a whole. Movie up to this point as a whole. These five minutes. Ready? Movie yes. as a whole as a whole. Three, Three, two, two one, one, four stars. All okay. right, we're aligned there now. Okay, movie up until these five minutes. Ready? Yes. Three, Three two, two, one, one four, four stars. stars. Yeah, okay. Yeah, about right. Okay, these five minutes. Ready? Three, two, one, three stars. I say two stars. Yeah, two, three. You yeah, say, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, that has been where in the air. Oh, yeah, that got good. That got good. That was, you know, you don't know, and then you know. Um, okay, and then we have our contact info if you want to contact us. Okay, yeah, let's, let's do this. So, let's get this down. Okay, we'll do it question and answer style. You give me a prompt, I will answer it. I'll give you a prompt, you answer it. Ready? Three, two, one. I want to Twitter you. At Fearful Of. I want to email you. Cocktail.com or staff at earful of or staff at set up, but it is not yet. That's still true. I want to go to your website. Earfulof.com. Great. All right. That was nice. That was wow, that's really coming together. Yeah, it's How more and more helpful every week. It is. Yeah. You seem to be disagreeing with yourself a bit uh, here and there. I don't. I don't remember things like you do. So when you can remember exactly what you're about to say in the recording, and you're able to say things along with it, I don't. I don't have that skill. I just. I just made it as simple as possible. Yeah. So, I mean, it's. I. Yeah. So I just. You know. Uh, I have to kind of wing it each time, and then when I wing it each time, then I. Then I end up with. Uh, with different results. So. I mean, you have much more conditionals in, in what you said. Sure. In the meantime, yeah. we'll just put up a big sign. Uh, anything else? Um, I think Coming that's it. Um, uh, what the, uh, the let's see. Next time we'll be back for the fourth five minutes. <laughs> that's a good prediction. Let's see if that's Probably. true. Probably. Uh, yeah, uh, I think that's the only, only other update. I would just say that uh, we have proved once again that you, you have got mail. Uh, and when you have got mail, uh, anything's possible. Anything's. Uh, but, but what you do with that mail that you have gotten. Uh, that is that up to you. That is up to you.
You don't exist. You're off my list. You're just an intruder. You're out on a computer. I didn't abuse you. I didn't shoot you. I just took you out on a computer. And I turned my head and I said, you couldn't be cuter, but you're out on a computer because you're the world's worst slacker and the world's greatest hacker.